Welcome to the Broken Token Podcast. Well, Whitney, we finally made it back to the studio yet again. It, it, it has been... Uh, a minute. What do they say? A hot minute? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's probably the best term for this. So, Brent, how's your summer been? You Man, know? It's, been, it's been pretty good. I got uh, quite a bit of lake time in, got some new wake surfboards. Oh, you've been doing pretty good then. And, I mean, just I've, I've had a good time where I could, you yeah, know. It's, yeah, yeah. It, I'm fortunate in that I was able to obviously have some time to relax. And I just know, uh, other than that, I know both of us have been super busy. We, we've had our little rough track record here lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, yes, we have. It's, un, it's undeniable. Uh, hopefully we can, we can stamp that out uh, and get back on track here. But, you know, Brent, I'll say this. I mean, throughout the summer, it's, Honestly, it's it's been nice not to be able to focus on, and I'm not taking anything away from the podcast or recording with you or anything like that, but it's been nice to have, I think, some some of the contiguous time to focus on family-related stuff, stuff around yeah. the house, th- things like that, because... I, I, di- I didn't really expect the the, the break to net uh, to net as much as it has from a free time in in kind of a progress perspective because you know the the life of a podcaster is very cyclical you know you you record you publish you research yep. you record you publish you research mm-hmm. and you go again and and I, you know very truthfully that takes up time and and it's time that could be used for other things, yeah. but is not. So <laughs> this is true. Yes. Yeah. I, funny enough, I've had I, I have thought uh, much in the same lines about it, it's it's very similar in, in terms of like YouTube creators. OK. Yeah. So I get on the elliptical at lunch or something and I'll run YouTube videos yeah, or some channels. That's, that's that's how I do it when I'm on my when I'm on my uh, tread climber. Yep. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And, and are you YouTube premium? No, I'm not. Oh, dude, no. dude, you're missing out. Is that, it has gotten to the point now where if you, well, you wouldn't know this if you're YouTube premium. Well, well, I only went YouTube premium within the past. Well, I'll tell you what, I went YouTube premium right before the summer started. So I've only been YouTube premium for maybe three, four months. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I've noticed like in the last month that randomly they'll you'll start a video yeah. and it'll get about five or ten seconds in yep and then it'll stop and pop up and ask you if you want to go to youtube premium yes it'll yeah. stop you it won't like preempt the video or i mean it'll just like shut it down yep. and then i, I watch a lot in roku uh-huh. so like a like a page will slide in off to the side and it's yeah. like do you want to sign up for youtube premium yeah 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 it's like no yeah well now what i what i wound up doing and i don't know if it's active any longer uh, i i've tr- i tried to refer I tried to refer one person with a three-month trial and it, it, it didn't work out but that that anyway that's beside the story but I, I did my YouTube premium with a with a three-month trial I found uh, I found a code at Best Buy when Best Buy would you could you could essentially log into Best Buy's website go go through their, their search engine find the YouTube premium trial code it was good for three months you add it to your basket you check out and then you get emailed a code punch it in on, on YouTube and boom, you've got premium for three months. So, and they don't try to get you ahead of time with a credit card so that then after oh, three you months, do, you do have to do okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. You do have to register you, a card. You have to intentionally cancel. You have to intentionally cancel. That's correct. 
but after three months, I don't want to cancel. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'll be the first to say it. I mean, exercise is a big part of my of my daily routine in my life, and I use YouTube during that process. Let me it's, say, yeah. it's worth it for me. Oh no, I totally I, get it. it. I totally get it. Yeah, I, I've caught myself more on YouTube looking at watching. Honestly, not game related videos, not arcade okay. game related videos. Yeah. It'll be RC car stuff. It'll be uh mechanic type stuff. Yes, yes, um, yes. Things that are related tangentially to other hobbies yeah, or interests yeah. that I have. Yes, yes. So uh, I won't as much maybe have the Star Trek channel on, which I still do on Pluto TV. It's on upstairs right now. Um, (laughs) You know what, Brent? I'm so glad something's just never changed. You know, that's awesome. Uh, And I'll mention why here in a second. Because, first of all, it's Star Trek. Well, I I get that. I mean, it is next gen. I still do love next gen. It's not Kirk, whatever. 35 years since since next gen premiered. I saw that today as we record on September 28th. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. 35 years ago. I, I have... Oh my gosh, please save me from this. Yeah. Cause then, you know, once, once this starts, it's a slippery slope, like YouTube premium. Yeah. It's I true. have, uh, don't strike me down for this. <laughs> I have considered, uh, huh. Because now I'm sitting down at night and trying to find a little time to relax and wind down. And that's where I'm watching videos. You know, I watch something, uh, and just chill out. Somebody building a car or somebody repairing something. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm making time to do this and to wind down a little bit instead of just burning out like yeah. I like I tend to do. Tend to do. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should get uh Paramount Plus and watch Picard. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Whitney's gonna like enable me. Yeah. I, well, I, I apologize for that up front, <laughs> but I just figure, you know, if I'm getting value out of it, I just do it. Oh, I get and, it. And yeah. Don't worry yeah. about it. And the thing is, is my my YouTube watching is generally revolves around retro gaming. Now, like console gaming, I love to watch stuff about that and just just that in general. Uh, I know it's weird, but I watch like a lot of electrical engineering channels, and then I watch a lot of uh, electric vehicle channels for Tesla, Rivian, mm-hmm. GM, Ford, you know, stuff like that. Because I'm just like super interested in that. I've watched some EE stuff, electrical yeah. engineering stuff, but yeah. generally when I sit down, I just it's kind of like I've, I know I've said on the show. When I go to a movie, mm-hmm. I don't want a heavy movie. Yeah, I, I get want it. to go and have an escape and be entertained and be entertained. Sure, yeah. I, I'm not downplaying it. Yeah, I don't want to go and watch a Schindler's List. Oh yeah, I know what it's all about. I, I'm good on Schindler's List one time. Yeah, and then I'm then I'm kind of done. I, you know? I, I'm not seeking that out. Yeah, I so, get it. Yeah, no, it's it, but it's it's funny. Here we are. We do an arcade and a pinball podcast, and those are the last two things I'd yeah. want to watch on YouTube. <laughs> well, you're soaked up in it. And yeah, that, I guess I guess that's it. That circles back to the, what you said and where I was kind of going watching some of the channels I watch. They are professional streamers and everything. There's actually a couple podcasts I listen to where they they the hosts have Twitch channels and they that's all that they do. And I don't know where I think I personally would cross that line of just like us and not watching any media about what we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Because you do your research, you do your homework, you do what you're going to do in your own collection, your own personal life. And then that's enough. 
that's, you need, that's you need pretty, out of it. That's that's it. Right. And, and I think, and I think there's some there's some value, intrinsic as well as realized value, in drawing some lines because number one, it helps to keep you from getting so burnt out. But then number two, man, it's it's just nice to not be so monofocused yeah. at, at times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So let me address the the sixty five pound animal in the room. <laughs> we well, touch this, on that real quick. This is a good follow up. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 go for it, man. So longtime listeners of the show know that Whitney and I share a lot with our, our listeners, mm-hmm. and the good and the bad. Oh, so we've we've been guilty and charged and guilty. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I think honestly, I think one of the things that's endearing to a lot of people about our show is we don't just get on here and we're talking pure arcade, pure pinball, pure console. It would be kind of boring if right. we did, quite honestly. We're, we're I, not diagnosing yeah, the latest no. whatever to the degree of the the shot to the toy of the left on the new play field of the new whatever. We're not doing that. That's no, not our show. No, we talk about us. Show, yeah. So unfortunately, as life goes, Whitney and I have covered some pretty heavy topics and things that have happened as in of our life. life. Yeah, 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 as of sure. late. So... You mentioned follow up or yeah. So uh, for longtime listeners of the show, and I'm gonna try to get through this. Uh, <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. Oh man. yeah, you'll be fine. So longtime listeners, it's, of the sh- it's all it's it's onwards and upwards. I know, man. Yeah, longtime listeners of the show will have will remember uh, the the show, the unofficial show or studio mascot, yeah. uh, my dog Maxine. Yep. And uh, um, when I lost her, so that was a year ago, June. June 2022 was a year. Yeah, man. And um, wow. yeah, um, I, I mentioned it to you. My, my girlfriend, never having met Maxine, uh-huh. says Maxine was my one true love. <laughs> <laughs> but then she would say, but you got room for more. Yeah, and there, there you go. That's the best way to look at it. That brings me to um, the 65 pound animal in the room, which is... Um, the new, the new love of my life. Oh yeah. <laughs> is she looking at me? Uh, she's, she's laying right over there by your table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Hartley. Uh, yeah. Hartley's her name. She's a good girl. She, uh, uh so July 1st, I adopted, uh, Hartley uh-huh. and she is a pit bull mix. Uh-huh. Actually, Whitney, I did the, a DNA test on her. Uh, oh, you did? I did. Oh, wow. You went all in then. I, I did. Yeah. And so she is every kind of terrier that everybody associates with air quotes that pit bull. Oh, really? You know, so okay. Amstaff, bull terrier, American bully, all of those breeds. Uh-huh. She's got that all through her parentage, through her lineage, through her lineage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, ac- that accounts for about 75, 74. I'd have to look back at it. Percent of her, her background. Okay. Uh, 15% of memory serves is boxer. Mm-hmm. And there's a few other mixed things in there, including 2% chihuahua. Uh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. That must be the part that likes Taco Bell. Yeah, they, yeah they, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why she likes chalupas. Brett. Yeah, we I, figured that out. But yeah, she, I've, so I guess, let's see, I've had her about 12, 10 to 12 weeks at this point. Okay. And, uh, um, yeah, the, the, 
for anyone that's adopted a, a dog, especially what, what term did you use earlier when he asked you if you if you'd adopted dogs that weren't a puppy yeah. later in life? Yeah, or? late yeah, late term. That's that that's kind of how, how we always oh, look how we looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so she's two. Uh-huh. So she came in with uh, um she had a I don't know what her her full background is. I'll go ahead and throw it out here real quick. Uh February I know February fifteenth, she was shot. And I don't know what it was with. It definitely wasn't a pellet gun. It was powerful enough. She had four holes in her, two in her tummy, two in her abdomen, two in her left leg. Mm. So I don't know if it was buckshot, if it was in four pellets got her, or, um, you know, a larger size bird shot, Mm -hmm. or perhaps a twenty-two. But it it had enough energy in it that it shattered her femur. And she actually has got a plate, 12 screws, and three wires in that left leg. So, and Whitney, you've seen her. She is just as happy and as sweet and as oh, loving as, oh, she, as you she, can imagine. She's spry. There's no doubt oh, and, about it. Yeah. And she runs. I call her. I call her horse. That's yeah. her, like her nickname. Bullseye. She, I mean, Run she, like the wind. Bullseye. She. She even the even having you know, six months later, if I had been shot four times, I'd like to just be able to stand up. I was out running. Yeah, she, and, then, and then find out who, oh, yeah. who did it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. She gets the zoomies. She goes crazy. Now, she's yeah. still recovering. She still yeah. has some cardio that we're building up. But um, she, uh, the who, who wherever she was, the neighbors took her into a local vet. And it was actually the vet that did two of Ma- Maxine's major surgeries on when she, she had ACL problems. Yeah. So very respected vet. The rescue actually covered all of her medical bills. And then a, a foster had her for, I can't remember, if, Whitney, if it was 14 or 16 weeks that she was basically on zero activity because she had to recover. Mm-hmm. And then once she was cleared for adoption, the foster had her for about another month. And in talking with her, I think that the concern was, despite her having a wonderful personality and a sweet I mean, she just wants to be loved. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you mess with daddy because she's already taken ownership. Yeah. And, you know, she thinks somebody's at the door. She's on point. Yeah. She, she, that's her job. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's um, good. But you, you met her first. She, she came out with loving on you. Oh yeah. Um, so, so or I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so the foster thought that people were concerned about long-term issues with the leg and, Personally, for me, I know, you know, listeners of the show know that I've been through it several times. I'm, I, I'm not concerned with it. She needed a good home. And so she's got it here in the yeah. studio. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, yeah, so she's laying here on the floor. And this is the first time that Whitney's been here. The first time all the recording rig has been out. Uh, so I don't know if uh, in 15 minutes she's going to jump up and run around. We're going to have some background noise or what. But that's why I wanted to start start off kind of at the top of the show with the introduction. And yeah, if you hear something in the background, it's her. It's her. It's yeah. her making her way. But right now she just laid out on the floor being with us. <laughs> so and she, yeah, there she, there she, <laughs> she, she's getting herself like more, much better situated. How about mm-hmm. that? All right. So. Um, Past Hartley's introduction, let's let's talk about what I've been, what I've had going on since the last time you and I have sat down. I know when I we last sat down, I mentioned that I had a Rally X here that uh, was lost and found by the same person. A good friend of mine actually had it, and it was stored at his business. He has games. Yeah, he I, I've you know he's got pinball machines, he's got arcade games, 
and in a back room in his his business so many years ago he, he kind of laughed and said 20 years ago so i'm assuming it was quite some time ago wow he had taken a rally x and some money in on trade for some parts and shoved it in a back room and basically forgot that he had it. That's that's pretty wild. So I was at a salvage yard and the short, you know, retell the story real quick. I was at a salvage yard to get some stuff for my van. And I was like, dude, why is there a Rally X sitting here in your in your front room around <laughs> a five gallon pail of transmission fluid and all these people? <laughs> you know, as as Rally X as Rally X is. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, we put I put it in my truck and brought it home. I said, dude, let me just bring it home. And as I get a chance to work on it, I'll work on it. Well, so it's still sitting in my shop and I just, unfortunately, I haven't had a lot of time to dedicate at it. I've picked at it and the board's in a constant reset. I, I amongst a million other things I've kind of looked at and just kind of gone over the factory master, the, the factory ROMs, they were, they were shot. Were they, were they really? They were. And it, it's kind of shocking. Cause I've seen, and they were mask ROMs and they were shot, you know, the one time. Yeah. Pro, well, I, I guess the, te- pardon me, the pro- technical term would be a masked ROM, uh-huh. you know, that are, I don't think they're written like a one-time programmable. Yeah. I think they're actually the die maybe has the software in them. And generally they're, well, I know they're thinner, but they also don't have the, the window in that, them. That, and that's kind of where I was going right. with that. Yeah. So they, since they don't have the window in them, I mean. I don't know if they're written, if they're one time written or if they're actually, they come off the die with the code already in already, them. Already in them. I don't it, know. That's a good question. I have to look into that. I can't, I, I have no idea, but it's, it's the typical ROM form factor that you see on all the Namco boards. Yeah. I don't care if it's pole position or yeah, pole position, um, Pac-Man, you know, any, any of those and they'll tarnish the legs will tarnish just like the, the customs will. Yeah. So, you know, I cleaned up all the legs and I'd read them into a programmer and they'd never verify. I mean, I would never get like the same thing out of them twice. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, you know, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. There's, so I've remade ROMs for it. Uh, it has one name co custom, but I happen to actually have another one of those exact same customs. And I've still got the same failure. And, you know, I've done a little combination of let's just try this. It's like the low hanging fruit. And then I've been chasing it down to uh, where I've had an opportunity with a scope. And what I'm kind of focused on right now is two of the uh, the Rams. Uh, they've, they've got I just don't like the what I'm seeing instead okay. of having nice square waves as it's reading and writing. I think it's on the. It's not on the. It's not on one of the address pins. I think it's on some of the. If I recall, I have to go back and look at my notes. It's been a few weeks since I've actually got to look at it. I think it's one of the data pins. I'm getting just like this shark tooth um, wave instead of nice square waves as as data's coming in and out as I do with all the rest of the RAMs. So okay, you were kind enough to bring me an original copy of Schematics. Yes, yeah, and I'll, I'll put it this way: whatever. Whatever Midway put in the book is what you've got. Okay. Okay. So that's just, that's the best way for me to say it. I, I flipped through it. It's a set of board schematics. They're, they're there. Okay. But, but I hope they're useful. Let, let, oh, me, let well, me just say it that way. They I, hope go- they're, I hope they're useful. They are going to be useful. Okay. Because what I'm working with is whatever's online, and uh-huh. I'm sure you've run into this. Oh, yeah. Whoever made the scan of a document for Arcade or Pinball 
back when scanners were first affordable, probably 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. But they weren't the best. Yeah. That somehow, that same file seems to be everywhere. It, and isn't it amazing? That nothing that, ever gets replaced or updated. Not, that's exactly right. I mean, I see it on Clove all the time. People, people post screenshots of 20-year-old scans. And it's like, how are you supposed to read that? And, and that's what I'm into. You know, yeah. It's one thing that it's it folds out like a map uh-huh. and trying to follow across four or six pages. Yeah. It's another thing when it's it's blown out like it's just like a blob. It's a blob. Or it's, you know, is that, a th- is that an eight or a three? Yeah. Because it's so fuzzy. Yeah, you can't even tell. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, your yeah. schematics will greatly assist me in in reducing all the frustration factor of scrolling around well well good i hope hope that can be of help um i do really like to collect arcade manuals and schematics i I find that to be i do too just a good thing to do i was kind of shocked i didn't have a rally x (laughs) it's all all good it's all good um well you know i mean as long as one of us got it then 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 we're covered but uh but ultimately i would love love to to find the time to scan that stuff in because I've got the scanner to do it. I just don't have the time to do yeah. it. But, uh, but ultimately that, yeah, that's, that's a project for at some point, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the scans, the scans that everybody refers to, they're just, I mean, they're atrocious. And that's exactly what I'm dealing with. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, no wonder it's, it's been hard to walk down because it's like, you don't have a good map. No, no. And if I'm trying to follow a trace and I'm like, okay, well, I've got four pages that are in this PDF and that trace jumps off, but it might, it, if I'm on page one, it might jump to page three. Yeah. And it's just scroll. Okay. Well, which one of these seven lines coming in from the left is it? So then I have to go back to page one and can't, you know, it's, it's, and then it's all fuzzy once you get, well, which pin number is that? <laughs> because the pins, if you, most schematics, the pins aren't ordered on all the ICs. They are just, there's a line that comes off and the line is wherever it needs to be to make the schematic easier to draw. Yeah. And the pin numbers noted. Yeah. Yeah. And if it looks like someone just like swatted a fly there, you don't know, is that pin 12? Is that pin one? Is it, what is it? <laughs> what and is that's, it? is that a melted chocolate chip? Yeah, you know, that's what, exactly. What, what is it? Yeah. It is so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So Somebody spill coffee on that? You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, you don't know. Yep. So yeah, I'm working through that and hopefully here, um, hopefully here in the next week, I get some time to dedicate to it because honestly, I, I'm, I'm either, I either need to, I need to fish or cut bait. What, how's it go? Any cut bait or fish? No, no, like it's, that? it's fish or cut bait. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not that I won't give up on it, but I've, I want to get my games knocked into shape down here. I know my Jurassic Park is down. Oh, is I know it? I okay. need to put. A, tra- um, a neon transformer for the lightsaber in Star Wars Episode One. Um, one of my, let's see, Star Castles down. Oh, it is. What's going on with it's that? Just, I, it, I, it, I just get a couple squiggly vectors, and it's just it's no, nothing. How about that? So, okay. and I hadn't even pulled it out to look at. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But I, I want to get these things knocked out. I'm going to actually have a. Um, I haven't had a, a party, generally. Around my time of my birthday in December, I have a party and you know, it's like, come over and play my stuff. Yeah. And, um, I, I haven't done it in a couple of years. I was already going to kind of take a little time off before COVID and everything. And it just, you know, so I haven't yeah. had one in a couple of years. Yeah. It was sort of coincidental with just me just kind of being a little tired, worn out yeah. of having it. 
but I turned 50 this year, so I'm not going to have a big blowout. I mean, it's gotten out of hand and I don't mean like toilet paper in the neighbor's trees out of hand. It's just, I've had so many people. Yeah. I'm going to keep it a, a smaller group of people. Good for you. But I'm going to, and I'm going to do it a little earlier. I think I'm going to do it uh, sometime in November. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Oh, well, I, I was. I, I need was, an excuse to dust all these. Yeah, look, Whitney. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that'll be a good excuse. There's no doubt about it. When you said earlier, I was thinking earlier in the day because it's like, oh, that'd be good because, you know, I mean, anymore i'm getting to bed about 9 30 10 o'clock <laughs> you know about two let's roll over to brents and play then i look at my watch oh honey it's 4 30 man we gotta get home <laughs> I I get yeah. the, we already missed the early bird <laughs> yeah it's gonna start getting dark <laughs> all right so other than that i you just missed it whitney i had a miss pack gal like a 20 year reunion cocktail down here for a oh, bit okay so uh a very very good friend of mine uh the they work for a at a doctor's office. I'm saying very generic here for reasons. They work at a doctor's office, and when those games were new, they actually have two locations. And when those games were new, they bought two, one for each location to put on free play in the waiting room. The kids and families, they loved it. Well, power supply finally died in one, and I ended up with it for a short period of time <laughs> to, to kind of get it whipped into shape for them. And I tell you, I, I know it's a sort of a new game, uh-huh. you know, uh, but it's probably what at this point, 15 years old. Oh, if not, if not older. So, um, I mean, it's still CRT. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, be- it was, oh, it was beautiful because yeah. it never been opened and it's been in a doctor's office. It yeah. literally came out of the box and went into a doctor's office wow. on free play. Wow. So it was you know, it was kind of neat, and uh, I was showing, uh, I was showing my friends. It's like, hey, take this back to the dock. Here's the, I don't know if you know this, the twenty year reunion games. There's a joystick kind of combo. Yeah, it, you, you can, can actually Pac-Man, play Pac Man on play it. Play Pac Man on and it, and then you yeah. can play Speed Up on it. You can do Fast Bullet Galaga on it. Yeah. All that's in it. Yeah. So, I did get that knocked out. Um, had another friend of mine, uh, friends of mine from my old car club. They have a Captain Fantastic pinball I'm trying to help oh, find a new home for. Yeah. And they've actually had it since the 80s. Oh, my gosh. They got wow. it. Th- them and another couple, if I recall the story correctly, went in and bought it from an operator. And I did reach out and ask Jimmy mm-hmm. if it was him because the way they bought the they bought the game and it was some odd number, like seven. I think they had to buy like seven. Seven games, one money, and then they f- fixed them. The, the the both couples worked on them and fixed them, and they kept each kept a couple games and sold the rest off. Okay. So how they sorted it out because it was you had two couples, but an odd number. I don't know. Yeah. But they did it, and out of the group, my friends had had a Captain Fantastic, and they had like two other games that are that are had been gone for a few years now. They sold off eventually but they still have the captain fantastic and it's time to downsize and uh they knew i did this it was in the hobby yeah, yeah so yeah i've got a got a captain fantastic that i'm trying to find a new home for and hopefully by the time this recording comes out uh it has it has found itself a new home well i i hope, I hope it does i mean that's a that's a really that's a very good game i i mean it's 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 nice well i told them of it's of, fun it's fun too i like it. yeah yeah. I told him of the EMs. Yeah. Um, of, like I said, I 
think they they definitely had two games, but maybe three. But I told him, I said, the one to still have a hand on of all um, the 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 general public and general pinball community, the games that they want in the EM line are Captain Fantastic and Wizard. Yeah. Now, yeah. not to say there aren't a couple other favorites mixed in, but I've always kind of looked at those two games, Captain Fantastic and Wizard. They're kind of like the Adams Family Twilight Zone of the EM world. Yeah, yeah. They you know? they ha- they have they have pretty strong universal appeal. Right. Yes. I would say. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Hartley, she's bringing me her pig. Yeah, yeah, yep, she is. <laughs> this is her like Whitney. This is her, her favorite toy. Is her pig? Well, she's got she's got good taste, man. <laughs> so let's see here. All right, uh, tool update: the Milwaukee Packout bag that we were so graciously gifted. Yeah, dude, huge hit. Yeah. I'm just like you know. Are, are, uh, are you going to buy some more of those? Chef, or are you going to add on to it or what? Chef's kiss. Uh, uh, yes, I know. <laughs> I've been enjoying mine. And it they they're fantastic. I, I'm going to add on to mine. That I, I've enjoyed it so much that I'm going to add on to it. So here, here's what I'm struggling with. Okay. 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 Yep. Um, I need to find a. So I I have in that bag what I typically need and have very good luck with. Knock on wood, fixing pretty much any pinball. Uh, or getting into pretty much any arcade game, short of doing electronic work. And then I have another toolbox that's got um, my soldering kit and a bunch of odds, you know, uh, spools of wire, things I need for more electronic type work. And then I have a a third sort of a storage solution for parts that I'll kind of keep with me if I'm going to go do something. Okay. What I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is, and I've looked, I, I want, uh, you know, of course, for those that haven't seen these pack out bags, I say they're soft sided. They, they are, but they're, they will freestand. They are a oh, yeah. canvas yeah. and they are stout enough. They'll freestand. They yeah. won't collapse on themselves. Right. So they are made to snap on to other units, you know, like to, to pack out, to build it and pack it out of a job. So Hartley's come visit you now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now she's tired of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to, I want to put a, ba- I want to put a base underneath it, uh-huh. but the only roller base that Milwaukee makes is pretty darn big. If they made a roller base that was half to two thirds, the size of the base, the, the air quotes, the base that they have out there now, I'd be in. Yeah. And where I'm going con- to look at that, where I'm concerned is, I'd like to move all my soldering stuff over to like a rolling base, put that bag on top, roll it in. Yeah. And what I run into a lot of stairs and I don't, the rolling base is just, just too big mm-hmm. for me to want to easily run it up and down stairs. Okay. You know, so I'd much rather even picking it up. It just, it's to me, it's, it's a, it's kind of squat and wide. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if, if they had a if they had a smaller base now it's it's basically the same form factor of their other toolboxes that snap into that and then the packout bag is actually kind of narrow so it would fit like you would build your tower and the packout bag would fit off to like the side and then they have a couple other narrow um um 
units mm-hmm. like a cooler and other things that could fill up that other width of yeah. their standard width of that base. Yeah, yeah. If they had a base that was that narrow form factor, I'd be in it. Mm. So that's what I'm kind of ar- rescu- you know, arguing with, or, you know, with, with myself over now is trying to figure out, do I just want to suck it up and go ahead and get it? Do I, what do I want to do? So that's why I have, I've looked, Yeah. Uh, but they just don't have an option just yet that I'm, and, and it, it, they're all like that, no matter yeah. the brand. Everybody's yeah. is about the same. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to have to look into it a bit. I mean, I, I've been enjoying the ones that that we were that we were gifted, and they were they're just amazing, really. I mean, there's nothing. I I, I don't have a bad thing to say about them at all. But uh, that being said, I don't know that I would go with the roller base personally. I mean, I like the. You know, I, I like the over-the-shoulder aspect of yep. them quite a bit. And I think, honestly, I may just kind of stick with that and yep. wind up buying another one or two of what I, what we've got yep. and just and just call it. You know, just I've, say, okay, I'm done. I'm good. I've even considered just buying one of the intermediate, the toolboxes uh-huh. that are like, I don't know, roll, I don't know how to describe it without seeing it. But, yeah. you know, th- they make other toolboxes that are the same footprint of that roller base but maybe a third the height. Okay. And, but at that point, you know, you can't really clip that, that pack out bag <laughs> onto that and then try to carry that around. I, I know. It's, it's like carrying an airplane wing. Yes, you it know? is. Yes, so, it is. Yeah. Even, even if you could get it, even if you could lift it up and move it around, would you want to, you know? Yeah. So right now my, what my solution is, is the pack out bag works great. All my tools are in it. They're nicely organized. They're easy to get to. It's easy to carry around. The thing is durable as you can, because I've yeah. used it a lot. Okay, well, good. It's durable as can be. So I'll just sling it over shoulder, then I'll grab the other box that's got my soldering iron in it, and I'll roll on. That's what I'm doing. Fair and enough. And it works perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that no, that's that that's good. That that's really good. So speaking of uh, um, like my my toolkits, I've actually amassed another toolkit. So what prompted this was. I was asked to take a peek at a NASCAR. So that's a hard drive based PC based game. Okay. Right? Yep. And I, they may have stand up NASCARs, but every one of them I've seen is like a cockpit set in type deal. And I, I used to see them at the big family fun centers or a Jillian's. If, if you're in an area that had Jillian's before they, no, went out. I remember Jillian's yeah. and they, they'd have a row of like eight of them. That was like the big marquee thing. That was the, do you know what, the, you know what, the, you know what the term, uh, in the entertainment circles, the weenie. Do you know what that term is? No, I don't. The weenie is the thing that draws your eye. <laughs> if you walk in. Okay. So so this hopefully will translate to our listeners because I know we have a lot of international lister, listeners. We have a lot of listeners that are uh, all over the U.S. And, you know, I, everyone isn't doesn't have access perhaps to have been to like Walt Disney World in Florida. Okay. Yep. But I'm sure people have seen pictures. The castle, that's the weenie. Oh, you come in and you're I like, oh, okay, look, and that draws that you draw, to that area. Draws you in, yeah, okay, and fair then, enough. All right. Then when you get into the, like the hub at Walt Disney World in front of the castle, you can see into the other lands across the gangway or through the path or whatever. And there's always a weenie. Yeah. That, oh, there's something that draws your attention and pulls you that way. Okay. So these NASCAR games were like the weenie. You'd come in, you're like, oh my gosh. It's like, because they look like, kind of look like 
a car. They got like a roll cage and a huge, at the time, huge, like 50 or 55 inch rear projection <laughs> or LCD TV, depending on when they were, you know, that type of game that pulled your attention. Okay. All right. Yeah. So anyway, however, I, however I got off on that, but so yeah, this is the cockpit type NASCAR PC in the back hard drive, and it would just randomly lock up. Okay. So no blue screens, no crashes. I see blue screens. I, I think it's a flavor of windows based. I knew the PC was, uh, was good. Cause I'd already kind of poked at it a few times. Um, felt comfortable with, you know, I didn't have a hard a hardware issues. So, what I ended up doing is I've got some software called Spinrite. Oh yeah. And if you, so you've heard of this, oh, Steve you Gibson used it, used it for years. Okay. I didn't yeah. realize that you, you, oh, so yeah. I also have a Spinrite six license and I went looking cause I've had that forever. Whitney, he hasn't updated. I figured I was a version or two behind Yeah. and I was going to go get the latest, Yeah. but nope, he's, I think it's six. He's still, whatever I've got, he's, and I've had it for several years. That's yeah. still the latest and greatest. I'd have to go back and look at, look at mine. I mean, I've, I've got it all. I've, I, I know where you're going with this talk and I, I've got a similar setup actually that, mm-hmm. that, that I use that's portable. I, I'll, I'll just kind of add my two cents when you're done, but spin right. It's handy. There's no doubt. So what I've run into a lot with yeah. games like that is I don't have a keyboard. Mm-hmm. I can't bust in and, you know, set the time if, if I put a battery or someone, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I don't have any of that. So I put together a little toolkit, air quotes, a travel kit yeah. for PC type <laughs> games. I, I put a USB keyboard in it. I put a PS2 keyboard in it, put a, a spare power cord in. I put a spare Ethernet cable in it, put a mouse in it, and I put my Spinrite CD in it. Yeah. And like with this NASCAR game, it's a regular PC, has optical drive in it. I can stick a keyboard in it, eject the CD-ROM drive, drop spin right in it, close it, boot it right there on the display, run it, yeah. and it goes through and it checks the hard drive. Yeah, oh, that's, and, yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, if if you've not looked at spin right, if you've got if you do any kind of PC work that still has spinning disks in it, it works with IDE drives or with modern SATA drives. Yeah. It is a phenomenal recovery software. I, mean, I used it all the time in in the the job that I had while I was in college. Did you? Yeah, we did hard drive repair. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was certified for clean room, man. I swapped platters and everything. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. not know that. I did that for two and a half years. I fixed hard drives. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just I just never talk about it because it never comes up. <laughs> that's a CD underbelly, Whitney's background. Yeah. He was a, he could swap platters on hard drives. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I worked in I worked in a clean room, and it was uh, th- that's not all I did. The place that I worked, we had a clean room. It was Seagate certified and everything. So yeah, I'd walk in, I'd get the fan treatment and everything like that, and then I'd sit down and crack crack open hard drives. Oh, but, that's crazy. Yeah, but th- that was this was back when. We're talking MFM and RLL and in like so they were size of dinner plates. It, they were yes, yeah. yeah. These are all five and a half, five and a half inch full hard drives, drives, full height drives. Yep. So we're talking, you're talking SCSI and you know EISA. If if everybody, if anybody remembers that, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's just yeah, old stuff, man. Well, so Spinrite's been around that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew I knew Steve Gibson, the guy that that writes it. He is. He's been in the industry a long time. He's wicked smart. Yeah. If you if you ever get a chance, where I heard about it was um, Security Now. It's a podcast. He and Leo Laporte. You remember Leo Laporte? I remember Leo Laporte, yes. They they do a podcast. Yeah. And it, they talk about all things that are security in in uh, um in IT. Yeah. Okay. And it, it's it's a very 
there are portions where Steve Steve gets pretty deep. I haven't listened to it in a long time, but if you're not an IT person, it's still very approachable. Oh, yeah. And I, I would suggest that you I'll have to give it a listen. I, I yeah. I haven't I haven't listened to it, so it's it's very approachable and it'll give you an idea of just kind of general idea of what's going on. I know there's been things, you know, viruses, bugs, problems, issues, zero day uh um exploits that have gotten out into the world that affect even the lay person, the yeah, non-computer, yes. the non-IT yeah, person, because yeah. they affect services around them. Yes. So yeah, it's if if you can fit it into your podcast schedule, it's called Security Now. Okay. And it's Steve Gibson yeah. and Leo Laporte. Yeah, we'll have a link in the show notes. So yep. yeah, I am definitely I'll definitely check it out. But so real quick, you know, this is sort of like a mini tech segment because we're actually gonna have if uh if the the podcasting karma is with us, we're gonna have a guest for segment two uh, to to talk about the uh, I almost said the old name Whitney the uh, Music City Multicon that's coming okay, up here yeah, in late right. October. Yeah, so when I say it, I have to look at the look at the roof to make sure it look up <laughs> in order to make sure I say it right. So but this yeah. is sort of like a mini tech segment, but yeah. yeah, if you've got a lot of hard drive games, definitely invest in a copy of Spinrite. I've taken games like like I said NASCAR. It's got a PC in it. I run it right there. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about it is, is I don't know if you you had this experience. I've had this several times. I had no errors, but there's one of the modes in Spinrite. It so it, it it'll boot up. It has its it has an embedded OS with it, whatever Steve layers it on top of. So there's really not much, if anything, between it and the drive. Steve writes directly into the hardware. Okay, and. Doing that, he 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 avoiding drivers and the operating system, all that stuff. He has direct or more direct access, and he beats the crud out of a drive, okay. trying to get anything he can get if there's questionable segments. Okay, so one of the modes that that it supports is it will read a drive and then rewrite. It will basically refresh the drive. Yeah, yeah. And you can refresh a drive and it might not be an error for spin right on the read, but it could cause problems in the OS. And I've had that happen several times where I've had hard drive games. I've either taken the drive out and put it in another PC and ran spin right because it was it was a game, say, like Area 51, yeah. where there's no PC. It's it's a motherboard with an IDE interface and a hard drive stuck on a carriage on the side of a cabinet. Yeah. It, it's just mass storage. It's, yeah. It's yeah. storage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Area 51's like that. A lot of the, some of the buck hunters are like that. Uh, some of the buck hunters are PC games. I, maybe I'm wrong on the buck hunters, but definitely like area 51 is a good example. Uh, Hydro Thunder is a good example of an, a game with a full PC in it. Okay. Um, Carnival King, I talked about here mm-hmm. yeah, around Louisville Arcade few, Expo. Few, yeah, a few episodes time, back. Because yeah. I had it at Louisville Arcade Expo this year. Uh-huh. It's one of those games that's got a, a game board in it and then just a hard drive as mass storage slung off to the side and screwed to the inside of the cabinet. Okay. So those games I'll take and I'll, I'll keep a PC around. I'll plug it into a PC, boot spin right, run it. NASCAR is a perfect example of a game. I just run it right there in the cabinet and let <laughs> yeah. it do its thing. Yeah. NASCAR hasn't crashed since I let Spinrite do its thing. Yeah, how about and I've that? had I've had that experience several times. Oh, that's oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. So I, I guess it. I guess if there are suspect or magnetically weak, you know, weak bytes or well bits on the drive, that it just goes it just goes through and 
reads them up and puts them back down. Puts them back down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And like I said, something that might be an error for the operating system. Yeah. Is generally not as problematic for spin right. It yeah, won't. That's good. I, I've had this happen. It won't show me any errors. It doesn't show me that it says this segment is bad and I've relocated it. But the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I've, I've had that happen several times where games are just randomly lock up drive related. Yeah. And I'll have spin right run through it and I've not have problem out of them again. How about so, that? Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a lot of those games, we'll have links in the show notes for both security now and the spin right site. You know, we're not endorsed by Steve Gibson or Gibson research. Oh no, no. But Steve, but, if you're out there, it works. But Steve, if you're out there and if you want to throw us some money or something, or at least I'll <laughs> plug on your show. Cause you, uh, you know, I'm all about that. Yeah. Okay, fine. The other big thing here, Whitney is the retro chip tester pro. We talked about that a few episodes ago. Um, a gentleman in Germany uh-huh. produces yeah. it, uh, Stefan, or I think that's how I would pronounce this, S-T-P-H-A-N, Stefan. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's an amazing, I don't, I want to say gadget, gizmo. It's an amazing tool. So actually what I'll have to do, Whitney, I know there's, I've got a link to 8bitmuseum.de here in the show notes that kind of gives you the rundown on it. When we talked about it last, I think... Did I mention it because I'd seen an Adrian's Digital Basement? Yes, 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 yes. Video on it? Yeah. Where Adrian was sent one and he built it up on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it it does what it says. It tests just an untold number. There There is a limit. But <laughs> it, it tests a ton of air quotes, retro chips. And it's even to the point where, like, if you're a Commodore 64 person, Commodore VIC-20 person, It'll recognize the ROM chips. It can test some of the Commodore chips, if, if I remember correctly. It can, it's got the main database in it. And if you put a, an EEPROM in it, it'll dump it out and tell you, uh, it's, uh, yes, it's working and it's this EEPROM from this game. Yeah. And that, you know, what really pushed me to this was working on that Rally X. Now I've got a workflow to read an EEPROM and verify it. And I use an old, old piece of software. If it's even still out there, I've just copied it from machine to machine for probably 15 years at this point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, since like I started in the hobby uh, called uh, ROM ident. And you had to go through these gyrations of what was MAME at the time and the how to how to suck down all of the, the signatures all of, for, for what all the ROMs look like. And then... You, you know, you had to get Ramadan, you had to get the signatures and you had to co-locate them. You had to do this thing and yeah. it still works on windows 10 and it's just as clunky as it always was. I don't think it's ever been updated. So I, like I said, I've I just copied think, it. I don't think it has. No, I've just copied it forward for yeah. years yeah. because you know, ROMs have been added to main, but nothing has really been added that <laughs> I really kind of care about, yeah. you know, because by the time I did it, all the core stuff that, that that's in our genre was already in there. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That's in this this tool now, yeah. Retro Chip Tester Pro. Which so, is, that's nice in and of itself. Just oh, oh, yes, yeah. absolutely. You do have to build it. So, you, you know, Stefan sells the bare board. He sells, um, and, and then right out of the box, air quotes, it'll do X number of chips. Uh, and this is TTL chips. This is, this is I mean, it, it's it's a huge list of things that this, that this thing will test. It's actually quite amazing. So,
so, uh, but then if you want to do other things, like if you want to do certain Rams, like PC Rams, like the old 30 pin Rams and other, there's, there's a series of adapters that you can buy to do things that won't fit, like physically fit or is incompatible electronically with the the board as it comes and the ZIF socket that you you would populate on it. Yeah. So some chips need other things. They need other voltages. So there there might be a satellite board that then you can pull other voltages in to to supply those voltages. Those adapters are actually inexpensive. You can get them in a pack, a set that covers everything. Yeah. Um, it, it it's all laid out on the site. At the end of the day, I thought, man, if I had this, you do have to build it up. So you do get a, you, you are provided a, a, a bill of materials. Okay. And it's really, I, I've glanced at it, Whitney. I haven't super studied it, but there's nothing in there that's like off the wall. Okay. Well, that's good. You know, you're talking very common components. You can go and get them from, should be able to get them from Mauser, DigiKey, uh, just about anywhere. I mean, it's easily obtainable. If I was going to do this, I reached out to you, Whitney, and another friend of ours, and I said, hey, if I'm going to bring this stuff in, because you, you buy it from from Stefan, he's in Germany, he'll sell it to the U.S., but you've got to ship it. And it was not super expensive, but the shipping also wasn't trivial. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I thought, if I'm going to do it, let's see if anybody else wants it. And you, Whitney, and, and our friend... Uh, I won't throw names out there because he didn't say I could. <laughs> but enough. so I ended up bringing three of them into the country. And what I what I basically said is I'm going to take the the base rec, uh, retro chip tester pro, and I'm going to take basically all the adapter packs because they were relatively inexpensive. Yeah. If I'm going to do it, let's just go ahead and do it. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. The only thing that I didn't take is he's got a handful of adapters that are air quotes prototypes, and then looking at it, there's nothing in there that I would ever conceive of needing. Cause it's, it's more modern ICs, yeah. nothing that that's in our ball, our wheelhouse. Yeah. For, for anything that I'm going to keep, I, I'm sure that what, uh, what's there will cover it. There's no doubt about it based, based on what I've seen of it. Yeah, exactly. So all in and Whitney, if you want yours, you see that bubble wrap right there on top of my high speed. Oh yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Reach up there. That, oh, cool. that okay. bubble wrap is the stack of all the adapters. And then that box underneath it is the the piece the main PCB. Oh, okay. That that brown box right there. There you go. So all in, if you're wondering what these cost, with the main chip tester itself. <clears throat> pardon me. The main chip tester itself, and all of the adapters, save for the the handful of prototype adapters. Shipped, it was about 250 US dollars. And, you know, that so that you have a time frame that is right around August, September of 2022. Okay. 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 So a, a month ish. Yeah. So yeah. around. And, and I, I say that because it's priced actually in euro. And at the yeah. time that we purchased, a euro and a US dollar was so close to dead even it wasn't funny yeah. i'd not ever seen it like that but then again i don't really follow what i bought a few things in euro and generally you know it's off one way or the other it, it, by yeah, about yeah. 20 to 25 cents us yeah but it was basically it was so close to one-to-one it, it was actually kind of shocking to me and oh so that was the board and we i did go ahead and get the service it i think it was a it was a 12 add-on 
where the at mega is already put on. Yeah. And the yeah. couple components yeah, that's the, needed. Yeah, there it is. Uh, there it is right yeah. there. Yeah. So everything other than the at mega is is through hole. The at mega is surface mount. Very fine surface mount yes. too. So yes. it was worth the twelve dollars US oh, yeah. to have that pre mounted, and then the couple components. I think it's a couple caps and a crystal and maybe something else populated on the board. And then they also go ahead and pre-program it so it's ready to go once you fill once you build the rest of the board out. Yeah. So I am looking at this right now, and it looks it looks like two. Uh, it looks like one crystal, two super small ceramic caps. I mean, they're they're teeny tiny, they're teeny yep. tiny. And then uh, and then of course you mentioned the the at mega. Yep, and it's there. So no, that's that's awesome, man. Great. So yeah, now that that two fifty. You can get it cheaper because, like I said, I went ahead and just said, if I'm going to bring all these in, even if I don't need or I don't think I'd. Whitney, I got us adapters for 30 pin PC Sims. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And, and when you. Well, look, I mean, dude, you might as well, you know. Well, I've got us. Honestly, I want to rebuild an old DOS machine I, and I've I, got a box of PC Sims. Yeah, it, I do. I, I do, too, man. It, I'm, I, I've got a box that I just don't even use, right, but I've but, never thrown away. It, but even if I want to give them to somebody that, that's like building a, an old, because that's a that's a big thing now, building dogs, oh, PCs. Dude, you go on eBay and you look and see how much that stuff goes for. I mean, just just go and look and find out like what, look up like a, a putty color compact desktop, a 286 desktop. They're sky high. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I thought even if I wanted to give these to somebody, I don't know if they work. And I, I want to say the average adapter price was about five euro, five bucks US. And you get them in a you, if you get them in a pack. Honestly, I didn't do the math. If you got a little bit of a discount, um, but it was one of those that if I'm going to go do this, I might as well just go ahead and get the get the Atari Atari uh, adapter so I can dump Atari carts. I don't have a need to dump a car, Atari cards. Yeah, but it sure will be cool when you can. Yeah, you know, and that's so, what I'm But saying. I'm like, let's just get them. Yeah, let's just because we're going to do it. Yeah. So that maybe that's something to kind of put into your calculation if you're looking to buy it. Yeah. Um, don't don't let a dime hold up a dollar. There you, you know. Go. Yeah. Go ahead and and just get 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 the pack that has all of them in it. And if you don't think you need the adapter, then just yet, then just don't build it out. Yeah. You know. That's that's awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you helping us uh, score some loot from across the pond, man. So, we're. I don't have. I don't have at least in my mind time. It's probably gonna be honestly January at this point before I get an opportunity to sit down and build oh, that. It'll be that long for me anyway. So, yeah. um, more to come on that, but it's gonna be a little ways out. Yeah. Okay. So other than that, Whitney, let me. Let me uh, rifle through a couple other things. And actually, I got sent a text because I know our guest is probably going to be wondering where we're at. But uh, non-gaming related, um, I mentioned on a prior show, I was working on a refurbing one of my trailers. And I'd used it quite a bit to move games over the years and the like. And it was just time. So, yeah, I ended up actually putting quite a bit of time in it. And it, I started off just to repaint it. And I had a couple deck boards in it that were questionable. So when it was all said and done, I'd already put new brakes on it. I think the trailer is a, gosh, is it an 01 model, like 18 foot flat deck car trailer? I've had it for a long time and I've kept very good care of it, but things wear out. So when it was all said and done, I'd already put new brakes all the way around it. 
and I ended up putting all new LED lights on it, painted it, and completely replaced the deck. So I'm super thrilled with it, and it's ready to haul games or cars, whatever I want to do with it. <laughs> Anytime, ready yeah. to rock and roll. Yeah. Another, I, I have a 12-foot utility trailer I've had forever as well, and uh, I use it a lot with games. Even uh, I'll, I'll take it before I put a game in the bed of my truck. My truck's four-wheel drive, and it's so much easier to have to deal with a trailer that's got like 18 inches to the deck off the ground than it is trying to get a game and up in a four wheel drive pickup truck. I'm getting old Whitney, (laughs) but, uh, because stuff, the world is getting crazy and that's a whole other conversation for a whole other podcast. But while I could, I went ahead and bought all the deck material so that before it gets any further expensive. Yes. It is it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bit the bullet and bought the deck material for this trailer. I was just going to replace the couple boards. And I thought while I'm cause you, you literally have to take a grinder and cut a piece of metal out to get the boards out easily. And then once the boards are replaced, you put the, the flat stock back down and weld it in place. Oh, that's I what see. traps the end of yeah, it. I gotcha. So I thought if I'm going through all this and all this wood's just as old. And as I started taking it out, I, yeah, I definitely made the right decision. Yeah. yeah. Cause I plan on keeping the trailer. Yeah. So that's, that's a, a thing to come. But for right now, either of them is ready to rock and roll to haul games. Um, I got to talk about RC cars. I've talked about a Tam, uh, Tamiya wild one. I've been working on a little two wheel drive buggy. Um, got the transmission back together. Uh, actually updated the drive shafts with the modern versions uh, that are in the re-release. They kind of reworked the drive shafts. Uh, actually, the axles. That's probably a better way to put it. Mm. Drive shaft implies front to back, driving from the um, like a motor to a uh, a rear end. Where and then the axles would be for like the rear end out to the wheels. So they've uh, they'd updated the axle design, and they had done that several years ago. And I guess since the tooling was made and that that fit that that would fit several cars that's what's available today in in the the modern re-releases of these vehicles so updated that going to put electronic speed controller in it but i'm actually keeping all the old school stuff in it just to kind of give it that more retro vibe and i'm not doing a perfect restoration on it this is going to be a fun car just to kind of uh kind of knock around with so okay hopefully more to come on that i'm actually even going to keep the old school transmitter in it just because the old two it's (laughs) it's got a two stick transmitter whereas any modern rc car it's got like a pistol grip style transmitter yeah i've seen those yeah i like i'm staying old two stick yeah i'm 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 keeping that yeah 79 walkie talkie style yes exactly yeah um Billy shelves, which I know oh, Whitney yeah. loves so much. Oh yes, I, I, you know something over over this hiatus, I've put up more at my house. Have actually, you? yeah, I'll talk about that here in a second. Well, yes. I finally broke down. I've, I've talked about a place where I wanted to put some, mm-hmm. and actually, I want to put them in my office and put a few like retroy things on mm-hmm. it and some RC cars, yeah. like just honestly, just to have in my space. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. And I sat down and measured and I can't they won't fit. Oh man. <laughs> so, so so not even not even like the the uh the the ones that are not as wide because I mean there's several different widths for and I say not as wide generally. I mean, but there's several different variations of the yes. Billy bookcase. They they make a corner unit that I really wanted where it would you had like a a 
a little corner section that went in and made like that 45 degree uh-huh. cut on either side yeah, to make then, that total 90. Then the shelves would come out either, either side. Either side. Yeah, yeah. And I really wanted that, but because the shelves on one side, it's, it's an L shape. Uh-huh. And I had a sh- on the short side, I wanted it on a wall next to a window. And the long side, I had an internal wall. Okay. And it was just too wide. I, I couldn't fit it between the window and the wall. Oh, man. That's and bomb. so I started looking at the other widths. And the they honestly, I was looking at like if I want p- to put to showcase a few things, like a couple RC cars, they're too narrow to put two cars on, but way too wide for one car. Oh, yeah. And I was just... So part of part of it was is I kind of want to showcase it, yeah. But I also want a little bit more efficient way to store them. And store them. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I think what I'm going to end up doing is probably doing a semi custom thing with like I can go into a Menards if if you have a Menards in your area and you're familiar with it. Um, they have a huge shelving area. Yeah. So I'm gonna I need to go in, take some measurements, and basically semi-custom build out I, I don't want to go as far as totally hand building shelves i just yeah. i just honestly don't want to dedicate the time yeah so i'm going to see if i can get closer to what i want okay with like off the shelf no pun intended yeah custom assembled as in assembled to the in, in a form that i want yeah solution yeah okay so let's see what that comes up with and then uh, car wise, I can't can't go without mentioning some car stuff. <laughs> I did make it to Dayton, Ohio, uh, on a Saturday of the Trans Am Nationals. Oh, you mentioned Tip City here, and, dude. Yeah, tip, I've, been, I've been to Tip City, Tip City, Ohio, yeah, yes. on Saturday, the weekend of the Trans Am Nationals. They shut the city down, and it's like a huge car show. And it's only you have to have a Firebird, Firebird Trans Am. That's the only thing that can come in. Wow. And it is, in my opinion, the more fun part of the weekend. Yeah. You, it's one thing to walk around the, the show. It's another thing when everything arrives randomly, to me, things stand out more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You you could have a really interesting car or some, something someone's put a lot of work in, but if it's in a, if it's in a line and it, it, it blends in with all the other third generation firebirds to a certain degree. But when you take that same group of cars more or less and dump them randomly <laughs> through city, through a small town city street and side uh, streets, yeah. it's a totally different experience. Yeah, it changes it all. Yeah. It? yeah. It's, it's really, really fun. So yeah. I got to go up there with a good friend of mine. Uh, she has a very, very special, very rare car. And um, what does she have? I mean, um, if I can ask, she has a, and I, God, you think I, I, I've got the year of one of my cars in mind. I'm pretty, I'm like 99% sure I'm correct. It's a 1999 or 98 Firebird, Firebird 1LE. The, the option code is a 1LE. Okay. Basically it is a factory race car. Okay. It is the, it is optioned out with uh, a special fuel tank that's of a smaller size with special baffling in it to deal with a racetrack, oversized brakes, uh, factory Connie adjustable shocks, everything, everything on it is delete. No power windows, no power uh, seats, uh, manual shift. It is literally designed to come out of the factory and go out on a racetrack. So I'm just looking this up. Is this the challenger edition? Is that what you No, got? it's, it's 
I've never heard of a Challenger Edition Firebird. Oh, okay, yeah, it's uh, the 1LE. I'm just looking this up. The 1LE Pontiac Firebird Trans Am 1LE Players Challenge Edition. So I, I don't know what that is. Okay, fair uh, enough. I've that, never heard of well, that. That's that's just what search turned. Okay. Up. So anyway, so a, a lot of the parts that are on the 1LE. So there was one. L, there's one LE Camaros. A, a Camaro and a Firebird is what's called in GM parlance an F body. Yeah. Same same running chassis. Yeah. So there was Camaro. One, there are Camaro one LEs and there are Firebird one LEs. In general, the Camaro one LEs greatly outnumber the Firebird one LEs, but we're still not talking large numbers. We're talking in the tens or hundreds. Uh, the, in this year, they only made and and I think it was. 12 Firebird 1LEs, and um, her car is the only one of the, that particular color. So it's literally a one of one. Oh, okay. Got it. And the All funny right. thing is, is when you know, you know. I've been up there with her a few times with that car, and um, she bought the car new. She knew what she was getting. She uh, knew what she wanted. Yeah. And when it pulls in... Um, Heads are turning, huh? And... and but you've got to know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, when you know, you know, and it draws a crowd because they know yeah. what it is. Yeah. How about that? It's, it's a wild car. Yeah. It, it's, it's really cool. So it's fun to go up there, ride in a car that is uber, uber, uber rare and just see the reaction of, of like real serious Firebird and Trans Am collectors. Did y'all drive that up? Oh, there? she drives it everywhere. Oh, that's. I mean, awesome. not everywhere, but yeah, she drives it. She's oh, like, that's awesome. She she is. That's even better. She has always been of the opinion that uh, who's going to use them up? I'm going to use them up. I'm not. Who am I saving it yeah. for? Yeah. She she's had some. She has a- always had very a- interesting amen, cars. Amen to that. And yes. to look at it, Whitney, it looks brand new. Yeah. Well, good. Good for her. So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I I had we did it last year, we did it this year. I had a ball. Oh, that's good. Had a ball. Yeah. It is a good afternoon. You know, we get up from from her place, we can be there in about two hours. Yeah. Chat up, talk on the way back, turn a few heads while we're there. Yeah. It's just it's, and, and, and the day is good. The day is good. Yeah. It was great. Oh, that's awesome. Um my own, I was hoping to actually take one of my cars this year, but I just everything I just couldn't get to it. Um my Trans Am is sitting out in the garage. I did get the tank pumped out because uh, it's been setting so long the fuel was bad. Yeah. And I got uh, one of the valve covers off. I got two valve cover leaks, um, which is easy to deal with. I've already got all the parts, and it's going to need tires. And I think it's going to be a good thing I can knock out in the winter. I've, yeah. I've got a line on getting some heat, a heat solution out of my building. Oh, okay. So uh, um, I'm kind of looking forward to once I get through the holidays and um, – getting out there and piddling with it and getting ready to hit the show circuit again. Next oh, well year. that's awesome. So, well, good, good for you, man. That's, that's pretty sweet. So I know it's not in the notes. I got two things. Okay. For you. All oh. right. So I'm hopping up. Okay. One of them is that basket right there in front of you. Oh, this. so now you don't, you, you, you can't oh. see it yet, but now while I'm getting up, you have to provide commentary. Oh, okay. All right. I'm walking toward Brent. <laughs> yes. Yes. Brent is. And I, I don't know, is this a, a basket where I prepare food or is this like a strainer? But this is Brent. This looks like a deep fryer strainer basket. So is what it looks like that came, what do, is, you don't want to be deep frying in it. Cause the bottom of it is magnetic. It's like oh, a magnetic tool holder, I see that. Yeah. a magnetic part holder. Oh Yeah. It is. It's a magnetic parts tray. Oh, so, that is awesome. But what's nice about this, it's so big, 
You can just toss stuff in exactly, it and it'll catch it. And it's a very fine screen. Oh, so yes. The, as soon as I saw that, the thing that step uh, leapt out at me was when we tumble parts, like yeah. pinball oh, machine oh, parts. Yes, yes. What what I've run into is I just have a, a strainer, like a pasta strainer. Oh, it's solid, man. Thank you. And that the smaller is... screws will go through it. Oh, yeah. So I have to, when I pour it through, I have to like re-sift yeah. the waste material to catch everything. Well, that's got a magnetic base to it, and it's super, super fine. Man, that is awesome, dude. I will put that to good use. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, the great thing about this is I can put my retro chip tester boards in it, and, and, it, and it won't fall through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so why don't you jump in? I got one thing for you, but it's upstairs in the refrigerator. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, so you gotcha. start with, with your updates. With my updates. Okay, fair, fair enough. But, Brent, it won't be the same without you sitting across, you know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and say Oh, that's well. Now she she just ran away. Well, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, and get started with my update. So, I have. Uh, I mean, what's the best way to say this? I have. Well, the last year for me, and, and I'm not not going to sugarcoat uh, any of this. The last year for me has been a bit challenging, just with everything that's gone on with uh, with my family and and losing my dad and everything like that. And uh, was just on the just on the the one year anniversary of that. And I, I, I'll, I'll say this for for the for the year that has gone by, I have taken a pretty serious look at my at my collection, and Brent's back now. So I've just taken just, a pretty yeah, keep, serious look at the collection, and I've just decided that it's time to divest myself of what I know I just don't have a passion for. So real quick, let, let's let's get back to what Brent brought down so what so brent this is oh my gosh so i saw this the other day in the store <laughs> and it was Ghostbusters. where did i set mine at so it it was ghostbusters themed i have no idea what this truly is and i've been saving it so you and i can drink it oh okay all right yeah so it is a bottle yeah it is and it's, it, it's got ghostbusters the you know the ghostbusters logo on the face of it yeah with like a little wart in yeah. the in the hip of the bottle, it says toy attached. Toy attached. Yeah, right. So this is a fruit punch, <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife branded, uh, naturally flavored. And I know Whitney, you and I are are we we you know especially at our advanced age, we keep out keep an eye out for our health and what we oh, what we eat and yes. drink. So yes. so in the very first thing that I did was look at the label. Yes. yes. Yeah. As did I. Yeah. So it's fruit punch, spring water with vitamins, naturally flavored, twenty five calories. Okay. So I, I think I think I can handle that. You think you can point. handle it? I think I can handle so it. So I for a try of it anyway. How about that? Oh yeah. I, you know this this may taste like gasoline and oil. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea. So I don't know if it's got a. Nope, it doesn't have a thing underneath the lid, so we can just pull the little... Yeah, I just twisted mine off. So. Oh, you're just going to drink it straight? You're yeah. not going to take off the top and pull the, the little the little sippy nipple no, open? No, 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 yeah, no. So, we're, we're just going to toss back and this see is, what we get. This is obviously a kid's drink. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I don't know if you're supposed to shake it. It didn't say shake. I don't know, but it might be best to shake it. We opened it. Does it let the ghost out? I, I think, yes. The ma- the magic smoke just rolled no, right out. There's only gozer. No. Yeah, there's. that's I'm, actually a good call to shake it up because, uh, well, I do appreciate you having it nice and chilled. I will say oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I had yeah. to get it. Okay, so I'm going to give it a shot here. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a shot of it here as well. Oh, man, it bubbles up. 
dude. When you shake it, when you shake it, it bubbles up. It's a little. It's a little stout. It's a little. It's a little apple juice ish. Oh, you, you you know something? I'll tell you what this reminds me of. This reminds me of chicken nuggets. Chicken fi- nuggets. Yeah, yeah, fish sticks and maybe and maybe some carrot oh, sticks. Oh, like fruit as, juice from school? As, as 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 a school lunch. That's exactly what this reminds me of. And all we need, Brent, is the plastic tray. That that's what that's what we need. The compartmented the compartmentalized plastic tray. Well, I'm wondering what they sweeten it with. Um, I'm going to tell you, man, it's really not that bad. No, it's not that bad, not but that it bad. doesn't taste like it's sweetened with like, like sugar. Like it might be some sort of, I don't know. It's got some sugar in it though. Huh? This is interesting. Imported and huh. distributed by surprise drinks, USA, LLC. All right. Spring source, Poland. <laughs> Oh, the water came from Poland? It says Poland. Wow. I mean, wow. I'm reading that correctly, right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yep. Well, it's Polish water. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, the Polish water is not bad. You, yeah. you got a pocket knife. Uh, did you get in? I don't, I should have brought a, yeah. a knife so I can get in here to see what... Oh, it says open here. Yeah, I didn't I didn't do that. I just cut it open. So I can't let's see. It. It's So it's like this little yellow... It's a little egg or something? Yeah, it's like a barrel. So A little barrel? Like a Donkey Kong Yeah, barrel? like a Donkey Kong It's, it's going to be exactly. terrible then. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey this is awesome man what oh, oh dude it, it's so i don't know about you i don't know about you i need to get up to the microphone i apologize it, i don't know about yours but i've got a little stay puff marshmallow man you that's that's on like he's on a little stand well this thing is much bigger than i thought because you're right it is like a little barrel i thought uh-huh. it was just like a little like half egg shape type thing but there's a depression in the and oh i do i've got the same thing you got the same thing Dude, I'm telling you That's, what. I'm telling. I'm keeping that. That's awesome. That is. Oh, so it uh, collect them all. One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six of these figures. How about that? Which one do you have? I've got. It looks like I've got uh, the last one. I've got number six, where he's like smiling and his hands are up up by his face. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, I have got uh, number. F- I would have number five. Is what. I would oh, have. so you got the one where he's like ah. Ah, yeah, his hands yeah. are down to his and side. His hands are down to his side. Yes. Exactly. Oh, that's kind of cool. That is that is pretty cool, man. Yeah, thank you. That's oh, awesome. you're so very welcome. Now that that's tchotchkes that I can get behind yeah. right there. You know, that's pretty cool. I could hide that. That's actually sculpted well enough uh-huh. where it, it could be it could hide out in 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 the game in the game in the yeah. game and and look completely in in place. Look correct. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it would look correct. Yep. For that, sure. That is that is awesome. All right, Whitney. Back to it. Okay. So um let's see. Now on on this, probably the best thing is before I'll rewind just a just a, a minute before we got sidetracked by the uh by, by the by the Ghostbusters juice, man, which which was actually pretty good. Thank you. So yeah, so I, I yeah, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. The last year's been a bit of a challenge for me. I mean, uh with everything that's gone on with my family, uh, you know, the passing of my dad and everything. And it's Brent, you were talking about, you know, time on Maxine. I mean, it's it's just been a year this month of in September since my dad passed away. And during that time, for all the tasks that my brother and I've had on our plates, one thing that uh, th- that this whole experience has taught me is that I truly need to downsize, and I need, but but I need to do it in a way 
that, it, that I'm not doing it recklessly or anything like that, or just, you know, just, just walking through and just, you know, cut, 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 just because I want it all gone. That's, that's not the, that's not the intent, but, but it has, the, the, that whole experience has definitely taught me that I truly need to enjoy, enjoy what I have and go for quality over quantity in so much as, I'm I'm really targeting now, Brent. Just keeping what I have a passion and a love for, and getting and starting the process of calling the rest. Now that'll that will mean that I still keep you know a, a fairly nice chunk of games. Definitely all my pins. Though those are those aren't going anywhere. I'm just talking mostly vids. Okay. It definitely keep a, a nice little chunk of vids, but nowhere near like what I've had over the past ten years. So, so due to that, um, I have started to sell some games and, uh, you know, it's been so funny because Jackie has, uh, Jackie's commented more than twice that she's proud of me and she goes, <laughs> you know, Whitney, it really, I know that it takes a lot of, you know, a lot of determination to sell some of these games, especially after you've been, after you've been collecting and, and doing this for as long as you have. And it's like, yes, yes, but it's the right thing to do because it gets it down to a level that I can manage and mm-hmm. that I can maintain and that I can be happy with rather than just having sprawl everywhere. And that's I'll, a good I, word. And, and I'll be quite honest with you. I, I I mean, I still have sprawl. Okay. But I'm going to get sprawl down is what I'm going to do. So I, so I have sold some games since the last time that, that we've talked and, uh, or last time that we've recorded, uh, I, we talk a lot more than we record. So the last time, since the last time that, that we recorded. So here, here's what I've gone through, Brent. I have sold or gotten rid of otherwise, um, I've sold or otherwise gotten rid of the following. Now, how many of these were burned? <laughs> Not a single one. Okay, All yeah, right. a single one. You know, it's it, it's it's funny because outside of the last one that I'm going to mention, they all power up and ran just fine. So, which is great. Uh, a super pack upright, a looping. Uh, it's I don't know that a lot of people would know would know about looping, but yeah, go look it up. It's 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 a it's a it's a good now, game. You still have a super pack, right? Because I know you. I do. You like that game? Oh, I love that okay. game. Yeah. Yes, I, yes. I figured you. Okay, sorry, but, but no, no, it's fine. But I sold the super. Pack upright in a as a way to get to the super pack that I wanted to have, which I'll talk about just here in oh, a minute. Okay. So I, I've sold a super pack upright, really nice. It was uh, it was it was verified home use only, uh, super nice game. Uh, looping in Atari Arabian. I sold my second pole position cockpit. You remember the one that was out in my building? So yep. I, I finally finally was able to find a home for that. Got that sold. I sold my uh, my uh, Nintendo R Type upright. I sold uh, Gorf. I've sold a, uh, an Atari Gravitar, and I'll, I'll tell you, Brent, no lie, that one was probably the hardest one to get rid of, just because it was so beautiful and it was so pristine. It wasn't perfect, but it was really, really close. But you know something, man, it just just needed to go. Yeah, I and, get that. Yeah, totally get yeah, that. It just it just needed to go. Totally get it. Yeah, and uh, let it uh, let it move on to somebody else while it was still in that good a shape to to go. And then uh, and then I, I've got a couple of Galaxian projects. They have been spoken for, which is great. So that's two, four, six. That's nine games right now. And uh, no joke, Brent. I've got at least. 
10 or 15 more to go, maybe even more than that once I take once I take a third pass at everything. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the games that I'm going to keep like uh my Donkey Kong naturally, uh my fo- my Food Fight, my Mad Planets, my Cubert, uh you know, my Robotron, you know, the, the something like a twin stick shooter. I mean, you can't find a replacement for that. My Defender, I'm going to keep that, my Gyrus because it, things that are unique and in the in games that I just truly have a passion for and I just truly truly love, my Zookeeper, my Rally X, stuff like that, I keep. But Man, just a lot of the other stuff that I just accumulated and I played, but I didn't really have, it just didn't really stick with me. Time yep, to go. You're singing my song. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Time for them to go. And, um, and so, so because of that, uh, you know, it, it's freed up some, some space, but I have bought a couple of games or if, well, I look at it. It's, it's actually four, but let, but let, let me talk through these. You're, you're kind of, you're understand. still, you're still gaining ground. I, I still am gaining ground. <laughs> I still am gaining ground. So, so the first one, uh, that I did pick up over the show hiatus was a super pack cabaret. And, uh, I do want to thank listener, Mike Thomas, who was on our show for the, uh, who was on our Friday night Louisville arcade expo show, uh, he drove all the way down from New Hampshire, but Mike helped me uh, with the transport on getting that a super pack cabaret from New Hampshire to Kentucky, and uh, we made it work. So, so Mike, if you're listening to this, I, I want to thank you once again for the help with that. And uh, and Brent, I will tell you, man, I've become quite the fan of the cabarets. I truly, truly have. And, uh, and, and the look in your eye when you said that oh, oh, yeah, was yeah. somewhat scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I truly have become quite the fan of the cabarets. And so I got rid of the Super Pack Upright with the full intention of replacing it with a Super Pack Cabaret. And I finally found a Super Pack Cabaret. So, so I'm good. Uh, I did pick up an Upright Wizard of War, and I want to thank you for helping me close the loop on that and to wrangle that one through the many, uh, the the many needles that needed to be threaded (laughs) in order, in order to finally get that one done. So Brent, thank you for that. And the great thing about wizard of war, I dearly love that game and it's, it is difficult to play that on a generic setup and really get the same out of it. But you know, Brent, that cabinet is diminutive it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's deceiving. It's deceiving. It's, it's really small. It's shallow and it's not very wide. And, um, it's, it's, it's an awesome, it's definitely bigger than a cabaret, but man, it's not that much bigger than a cabaret, which is really weird. So, so I, I picked up wizard of war. That one's going to stay in, in the keep pile. And then Brent, here's something that I've done. And I, I have convinced myself. This whether, one is the. This one surprises me. Does it really? Yeah. This is like. This is like you showing up. Uh huh. And there's a Donkey Kong down here. On top of that, on top that, Donkey Kong is a DVD of Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, this this shocks me. Go does, ahead. Does it really? Okay. All yeah. right. So so here here's what I've done. Uh, I don't think that I have ever really talked about this on the show but i have and I'm, I'm thinking back i don't i don't really think i ever have i'm pretty sure you haven't yeah but i have had a love or an admiration for um candy caps always have and Th- this is a closeted thing yeah, i've never heard this yeah yeah and uh and it's something that grace is uh grace has always had an eye for as well 
from, from, from a game scenario. And I was very fortunate through again, Mike Thomas and then uh, Dell's arcade uh, YouTube channel. Go, go check it out. It's a fantastic arcade YouTube channel. And, um, and Mike and Dell were able to get me connected with a person that imports candy cabs from Japan, from an arcade, from arcades in Japan. And so I have acquired two. I don't have them yet. They're, I, I actually won't have them in hand until October, but they are, I'm tracking them on, uh, I'm tracking them on the ship as they float across <laughs> the ocean right now. I truly, truly am. Yeah. Are you like every day? Do you put like a different pin in a map? <laughs> no, to show where, yeah. Sh- to show it's, where it's at. Where it's at. Yeah. No, it's kind of cool to, to watch, you know, to watch a, uh, you know, a barge essentially full of shipping containers float across the ocean and, uh, and just track it. it it's can neat. you track it to that level? Mm-hmm, you oh, sure that's can. crazy. Yeah, yeah you, you can. It, it only updates its position like one time a day or, or, at, or, at, at the at the most at the most frequent one time a day mm-hmm. sometimes it may be a day and a half or two days but yes you can track it as it oh, floats across. you can see it port you can see like the list of port of calls and everything like that and it's like okay it just left south korea it's going to it's going to new guinea you know or something like that it's 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 neat it's really weird i've never tracked a package on a boat across across the ocean, you know, as it goes from one side of the world to the other. But nonetheless, so I have acquired two Sega Blast City candy cabs, and I'm going to set one of them up f- as dedicated horizontal, and the second one up as dedicated vertical. And with those being JAMA cabs, Brent, I am going to equip those, and I'm going to move right here into my next uh, in, into my next bullet point. I'm going to equip those with. Mr. Kits. And I don't know that we have really talked a whole lot about Mr. here on the show. I have avoided them because I don't want to get into them. them. I I could. Let let me tell you, I completely understand. The the, the big place I see this is I know Rob O'Hare talks about it on uh, Sprite Castle, his Uh Commodore 64 podcast, because he uses one to emulate a Commodore 64 and it, it does it very well. And that's probably what I would use it for. But then again, on in my office, I have a real Commodore 64. Yeah. And a real 1702 monitor and 1541 yeah. drives and all that. Yeah, yeah. I don't need... I just want to... No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I get it. So go ahead. You, I, I, I get it. I'll live through you. Oh, okay, fair enough. So so what I have done is I have picked up a couple of Mr. K JAMA boards. And, I'll have, and it's from Mr. Add-ons. I'll have a link in the show notes. And essentially what the Mr. K JAMA board does is it allows you to install the DE10 Nano, the, um, the, the FPGA, let's say, motherboard, so to speak, onto the Mr. K JAMA board. And then you plug the JAMA board into uh, any cabinet with a JAMA harness and then boom, you are then playing, uh, you're then playing games on the, on the cabinet ran by the Mr. FPGA. And so uh, I'm going to leave it to the listener to do the research on the Mr. FPGA. I won't I really won't get into the technicalities of that. It, it would take a it take a little bit of time to explain. But suffice it to say, this is uh, this is hardware based emulation. And the FPGA board is reprogrammed on the fly mm-hmm. based upon the core, meaning either the computer core, like like the Commodore sixty four, or an arcade core, like a Galaga, like a Galaga PCB, or let's say a Tron PCB, or a Gorf PCB. There has to be different cores for each 
PCB. Right. So it's not it, it's not running MAME and then the ROMs. No, it no, is, no, no, no. It no. is on the fly reconfigured, and it is it is basically it's hardware hardware emu- hardware emulation, emulation that uh, that over time as the cores are improved becomes cycle accurate right. with the PC board itself with the PCB itself the game PCB. So now this is the same Mister, but with this other card the. A Mr. Cade kit. The Mr. Cade, yes. But the Mr. that plugs into the Mr. Cade kit is the same Mr. that like Rob the, the, would have running a 64. That's exactly yeah. right. Yes. There, there's only... Or an Amiga. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Or if you were emulating, you know, a DOS, you know, a DOS machine because there's cores for DOS and everything like I that. I don't... I, I so need this, but I don't. Go I, ahead. Well, so, so here's, my, here's my reasoning behind it, Brent, is... I have never had in in my entire ten years plus of the, in this hobby. You know one thing that I've never had a jamma a jamma cabinet. Never have. Never have. Okay. Everything that I've ever had has been dedicated, and I'll be I'll just be straight up about it. That has contributed to my sprawl. So I am I'm going this vertical and horizontal dedicated jamma route, so that Brent I can play a lot of games. Via the Mister, via the arcade cores, yep, and I don't have to go get those games, okay. Mm-hmm. And I can downsize, but still play what I want to play. Now, other games like Food Fight and Mad Planets and and Gyrus and things like that, that you know, Robotron that has control that that has control. Um, let's say unique controls, unique controls. My Tron, okay, like that. No, not getting rid of that stuff. But anything that is four-way, eight-way, one button, two button, things like that that, that would that would fall into that category, <laughs> the candy cabs are going to be the perfect thing for that. So, so that that's what I'm that's what I'm going to. And and Brent, I, the other reason that I'm doing this is that over the last year, what I've realized is that in my ten plus years in the hobby, I've done a lot of collecting. And I haven't done, and, and I haven't done near the amount of playing that I want to do. Okay, so here's as, the thing: as I look across to all the dust, well, that's well, on all my games, you know something? I know. Yep. Yeah. So right there with the, you. Here's the thing, and and I'm going to credit my I'm going to credit my good friend Alex over in the UK because he said this to me. He and I were were on a call, maybe a month or so ago, and he said this to me. He, he and I are the same age. We're both 51. And you know what he said? He said, Whitney, if you don't enjoy it now, then when are you going to enjoy it? He said, we're 51. He mm-hmm. said, are, are you going to be 60 before you start really enjoying the fruits of what you're doing? Are you going to be 65? Are you going to be 70? He said, when, when's your time? And I'm like, uh, my time needs to be now. Yep. Yeah. So, so factoring that in with what I've gone through from a family perspective, I don't need the sprawl. <laughs> I need to simplify, and I'm I'm simplifying. So, so that so that that's the driver. So, uh, so Brent, yeah. When you see me list another ten or 50, well, you've already got the list. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Oh, and but, well, Whitney, yeah. you've seen me do the same. Yes. I mean, yes, I've talked about it on the show for probably close to a year where uh-huh. I've been going through stuff. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I know that I had mentioned several times trying to do personally, and then some other people in town looking to do a, like a swap meet. So that some of that smaller type sprawl stuff 
we could we could try to find homes for. Yeah. And it unfortunately just didn't happen in 2022. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, 2023 is a new year. It's, so we'll an, it's see. a new year. And then but let's hope we can make it everything happen. you're saying is rings rings true with me. I totally get it. Yeah. And I, what I'm trying to drive a bit more towards is enjoying enjoying the game room, enjoying the games and having a platform where I can go explore games and really, and really dig into some of the curiosities and everything like that without having to try to find that cabinet to find a place to put it. Just, I'm just, honestly, I'm I'm just a little over all that. Yeah. And, uh, and I I just really want to get to, to a platform where I can, I can really play, you know, play the games and enjoy them and, and things like that. So, so anywho, that's the story of the Candy Cabs. Uh, I'm so looking forward to them. And yes, I freely admit the Mister is going to be a bit of a learning curve, uh, but I'm, I'm going to put a JAMA switcher into the into the Candy Cabs so that I can run a JAMA board, the Mister board, and maybe even uh, the BitKit FPGA board as well. And then Brent just use the Jamma switcher, switch between the slots and play the games on done. The, play yep. games on the cards. You know what I'm saying? And just and call and call it a day. Um, I did pick up, uh, and this is something that I've started to build on. I did pick up a it's called a D3F mod Ironclad Plus. And what this does is this allows you to essentially take the D10 Nano and put it on that drives the mister and put it on a mini ITX board that you can put into a small computer case. And it allows you to build essentially a a small portable semi portable Mister setup that uh, that you can have mass storage on and everything like that. I'm in the process of building that now, and that that's going to be the the system that I learn everything on because the two um, the the two candy cabs they're going to run the arcade cores and that's it. it, it it's like I'm I'm not going to. The goal is to not tinker with them. You get them set up, you get them running, and then you just enjoy them. You know, that's it. So the tinker system is going to be this one. So so anyway, so so there's that. Um, with the Mr. And I've been stockpiling the D10 Nanos for several months because they've just gotten so expensive. And have, and I, I have you looked? I don't know if why you ever would. What's that? Have you looked at Raspberry Pis lately? You can't. Oh. I mean, oh, the dude, the twenty dollar yes. computer is now a hundred, or try like a hundred fifty. Yeah, it's nuts. You can't get a pie. Yeah, it it is it's it is criminal what the pies are selling for right now. I'm fortunate, okay. <laughs> I'm fortunate because about two years ago, I bought probably I bought let's see I bought two four B's I bought a three B I bought two three A's oh wow and then I bought two zero I, I bought two raspberry pi zero w zero two w's the the small wireless mm-hmm. raspberry pis that are just the single card edge they, they don't have the gpi headers or anything were you like that. a bitcoin bitcoin mine or something no, no, there, no there's not enough horsepower in there yeah, just, not not in those but you know something i i mean i bought what i i bought the the three i bought the threes and the fours for running Octoprint for, oh, for yeah. 3D printers. Forgot about that. Okay. Yep. And then and then the two W's I bought because when I first started looking at Mr., if you wanted to run a MIDI hat on Mr., you needed the Pi Zero. You needed the Pi Zeros. Okay. So I just bought a, I just bought a couple of those. And I was so fortunate, Brent, because I bought all that stuff before it got dumb. 
I've got maybe three or four kicking around here. I know uh-huh. there's one that runs my cartoon theater, and yeah. I've got a spare in there that I've never used. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a three or three B. I can't remember. Yeah. And then actually, I've got one back there, and the, I know I've got one in the shop back there that I was going to mess around with, like um, what was it, Pie Play? Uh huh. Yeah, and Pie Play. Yep. I, I, I've got in the back of my mind I might have a fourth somewhere, but I've definitely got three. Yeah. That I'm really not even using. Yeah. Well, still though, hang yeah. on. Hang oh, on yeah. They're not them. going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hang on to them. Because but I was just—I've heard Scott talk about it on Retro Gaming Roundup, and yeah. then I just happened to look this week. I don't know what crossed my mind. I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's—it's it's just gotten out of hand, and um, it, it, like I say, I'm fortunate because I—I got all that stuff before the the prices got just got completely out of hand. But uh, but with the misters. You you do need the Pi Zeros to like I said to to run a MIDI hat so that you can get MIDI music out out of, out of the Mister setup, which which is cool for a couple of the computer you got, cores. What do you have your like nineteen eighty six Rolling keyboard? Are you gonna no <laughs> no no, uh, no? But for running a couple of the computer cores, yeah. it 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 plugs into the it plugs into one of the USB ports and and it and it allows the those computer cores to play MIDI music. It's actually pretty awesome, but um. But nonetheless, that, that's that's where I'm going with that. So I will, I will speak to my Mister Travels here on the show, uh, and and just kind of hit the highlights on that for for any for anyone who may be you know maybe seriously considering that. Um, I do have a quick plug for yeah. me, real quick before yeah. you get into. Are you ready? Are you going to sign in the next section? Uh, yes. On oh, you're talking about uh, uh, games and selling games off. Yeah. I have it. I had it on Facebook, and I'm sure it's floated off because stuff in in the Facebook marketplace it it's goes off just, into it, the Ethereum. No, nobody gone. nobody knows where it goes. Yeah. yeah, but I haven't put any time into relisting it, and I probably won't get an opportunity to do it here by the time this comes out. But speaking of games, if there's anybody out there that is looking for a Stern Lost Tomb, it's a twin stick shooter from okay. Stern. Yep, and it's a it's a pretty unique game. I have actually got basically a, a lost tomb project that I so bad want to build, but kind of like you said, it to me it would be a it would I don't see it in the in the game room. It would be a good show game yeah. because it's like yeah. that's a twin stick shooter lost tomb and it's unique and it's unique and it's unique. Yeah. So what I've got is a working board. Uh huh. It's over, actually down there by your hip. Oh okay. I've got a really nice glass marquee. Uh, chew me to the left. Oh no, I put it in the back. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. no problem. The Hartley likes to chew on PCB. No, oh, thank gosh. Oh, thank goodness. But um, when w- the first time I gave her a bath in 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 the shower down here, I've got a shower in the basement, in my game room slash studio. She got a zoomy. And she likes to run under all the pinball oh, machines in a straight line. Yeah. And I had it sitting back there and I thought she's going to just rip. She's going to nick that. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's in a, it's in a metal cage. I said, she's going to get cut. So I'd put, it's back in my shop. Yeah. So anyway, I've got a super nice, super solid cabinet. I mean, it's a beautiful cabinet. Okay, cool. In terms of structure, it's. Almost, I, I can't think of any damn. Um, obviously, there's got to be something in it, but yeah. I, it's it's not dog-eared. The bottoms are solid. Wow. It's beautiful. Okay. It's been stripped. Yeah. So it's ready to be painted. If you want to paint it, put the stern on the side of it like it would have had. Yeah. I've got a fully populated control panel. Wow. Uh, the cabinet's got coin door in it. Uh, basically, all that you would need is to finish the cabinet out cosmetically and a monitor. Yeah. Okay. As And... and and a harness. You and th- there's not a lot of. It, it would be easy to basically to hand make a harness. You just make, make a harness. But yeah. working board, 
uh, really beautiful cabinet and uh, a populated, beautiful control panel and a beautiful marquee. Yeah. Anybody's interested, hit me up, bring it broken token. Cause uh-huh. it's, it's on the go list, but it's, it's a unique game that would, someone would have to want it either as a unique game or as a good game to take to shows because there's, there's, there's none. Yeah. Yeah. You know, In- interesting. Okay. So anyway, yep. Throw it out there as a plug for it. No, for no, me. no, that's, that's all good, man. That's all good. I mean, Hey, if you can get it gone, then you, then I'm not shipping. You, you're good. I'll tell you that right now. Ooh, yeah. Cause boy. that's a whole, you need to be able to come into Louisville and pick it up and pick it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or if this makes it out, I can bring it probably to Nashville. I'll bring it to Nashville. I, I will say this, uh, on most of the games that I have sold, I have been fortunate that I've been able to, um, been able to get them picked up or, or I have, uh, you know, I, I have helped get them to Louisville. Okay. Uh-huh. So there's a couple that I've just loaded up and helped get them to Louisville, you know, cover my time in, in the fuel and that's fine. I'll, I'll run them into Louisville. No problem. Gets it going. But yeah, there, there's a couple that I have had to work with on shipping. And let me tell you, man, that adds a whole nother level that's, yeah. of time commitment to getting I, them gone. I've shipped a game uh-huh. and I happen to have a pallet. Yeah. And I happen to have a source for really heavy, and large quantities of, of cardboard. Yeah. And you got to have it. Yeah. I mean, I happen to have everything. And so the, the material was covered in terms of accessibility. Then there's the effort of actually getting it wrapped, wrapped and yeah. locked down so that I'm comfortable in that it, when it gets shipped, I yeah. can say I did everything I did to protect. That's it. exactly right. I mean, I'm not in a position for any of that now. Yeah. I don't have any access. The only thing I got, I have a shrink wrap. Yeah. And, that, and that's, and that's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. That's I don't have pallets anymore. I don't have... So there's not just only the effort of assembling it, but there's getting everything required to assemble it. And yeah. it's just... it. I, I'm just not in a position where yeah. I can do that. I, I, I get so. it. I get it, man. Trust me. So yeah. I, I get it. But... So yeah. It's, uh, it's work. Yep. Yeah, it, it's work. But uh, but like I say, I, I have been able to, to get those gone and... Uh, and uh, yeah, and, and again, just real quick on, on the game selling topic. If anybody's curious, uh, just watch uh, you know watch the main uh, you know arcade for sale groups on Facebook because uh, Brent, I will say this: I've listed every single one of them on Facebook, and I've moved every single. That's well, where everything happens. That's where everything happens, and I've moved them all via Facebook. Well, that the things I've sold have been mainly on Facebook. I have a few locals that I uh, circulate around first, uh-huh. like first first right of refusal. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. But uh, the Lost Tomb was on Facebook. And it's just, again, it's just one of those that it's unique and it needs some work. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's 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 a significant yeah. strike to some people. Oh, it is. Yeah, so, it is. Because, I mean, that cuts your audience down yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Um, let's see. A, a couple more items here and uh, th- then I'll, I'll be I'll be done with my updates. Um on the 3D printing front, I have uh, I've set up a new Billy bookcase backspacer for Blu-ray and DVD physical media, and uh, Brent, I have been reorganizing and cataloging all my physical media, and been getting it all into one place, and that's actually been pretty nice. Uh, Jackie's really enjoyed that too because she's she's got a fair amount of movies uh, as well that she likes, and so I've put up some additional bookcases throughout the house where we can store the media and everything, and and that's that's worked out really well, and. For anybody who's curious, um, 
I use a piece of software called it's it's from a company called Collector Z. Um, and is there an Android app for that? There is. That's how I was yeah, just looking yeah, that yeah, up. Yes, sir. Yeah, and Brent, what's awesome is I've got it on my phone and it syncs. So I've got it on. I've I've got my entire collection on my laptop, on my desk station at my house, and on my phone, and it and it all synchronizes together. And that and that's what's awesome. And yes, it is available for Android and and iOS. So does it specialize in in like Blu-ray and DVD media, or is it just a collector general? No, 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 no. They they have different apps for different uh they have different apps that specialize in different collect collecting um uh, let's say genres. genres. Yes. So they, they have a game collector app. They have a comic collector app. They have a, they have a music or vinyl collector app, and then they have a movie DVD collector app. And so then, does the movie DVD and then book, does, book does the movie app. DVD work with barcode? Like you can scan it. I, that's how I do it right, oh. here, right here with, right See, here I with went my to phone. do this several years ago and that's, yeah. that didn't exist. Oh yeah. At the no, time. no dude. All I do now is I just bring, I just bring it up and I just, I just, hold it up like this and you know what it does Brent? it goes like that and then it scans it pulls the pulls the information in from their servers and boom it's done that's right cool there. okay yeah so i'll put a link uh link to that to the website uh i'm i'm a big fan of it because it because it's cross-platform it you can install it all over the place it synchronizes and uh, of course I, I mean they they run a cloud service where it synchronizes through but it works and it works well and it's very customizable and i i just i just like it so i use that to maintain my my collection of blu-ray and dvds and brent i am in the camp of physical media forever for everything that i do have it in hand it's yours if you got it in hand it's yours so that so that's what i love and um and again and I, i know i've said this on on the last on the last show but the backspacers uh, I will get the um, I, I will get the files for that up on the website and for for anybody who wants to download them and hey for as a bonus for waiting you'll you'll get another backspacer custom made for the Billy bookcases and it works like a champ. Um, I have I've done no work on my Zookeeper. I did pick up a high score save kit uh, from High Score Saves. It's the it's the the combo Donkey Kong Donkey Kong Junior and Donkey Kong Three kit. And I did that, Brent, because I'm going to get rid of my Donkey Kong Jr. and my Donkey Kong 3, you know? And, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's time for them to go okay. because I, 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 if I can play all three games in one cabinet, I have no reason to keep the other two. Time for them to go. Make space in the game room. I can do something else. Got it. So, yeah. So, so, so th- those two games are going to go. And uh, on on a non gaming front, just real quick, uh, this is something that's that's been pretty cool, Brent. I have started uh, helping my daughter's esports league team. Oh, so, so she's into full contact Minecraft. Oh, full contact. Oh my gosh, full, full contact. So <laughs> next next time they have a league meet, invite me. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put we'll put you in one of the big styrofoam hats, oh. and we'll say, Brent, go build. I'm you know? on it. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. So so my my daughter Grace, she plays uh, Splatoon and Mario Kart competitively, and. Uh, in her esports league at school, uh, needed a little help, so I'm, I'm working with that. Uh, I have uh, installed some some more security cameras around the house. I don't think I've ever talked about this, but I, I don't know for anybody who well anybody who's who's in IT, this kind of comes second nature. But uh, I went with uh, I'm, I'm I'm all ubiquity at my house. I say, did so, you use them for your net your 
Wi-Fi and mesh solution. Yeah, I didn't realize I'm, they had they, cameras they as well. They do, they do. Yeah, and so I've got their their network video recorder. I, I'm I'm ubiquity all over the place at, at my house. And Brent, this is something I, I kind of alluded to this uh, when we were talking about YouTube. But man, I've been going down a rabbit hole lately of solar and battery backup, and I've been really, really educating myself on that and determining when or if I might eventually do that at my house. Um, there's a lot to learn yeah. there. It is, it is, ex- it's an extremely complex topic. I personally am not comfortable with the state of solar and yeah. I don't want to maintain a battery yeah. in, in yep. their, in their current state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also, um, I know what a small lipo or lion can do if things go astray. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to bomb next to the house. Yeah. Fair enough. If I were to do it, this is me. I'm a bit more old school. I'd go generator. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd look at, but that's, you got to deal with gas or fuel, fuel or diesel. And all you know, that, you yeah. almost have to go diesel because you don't, you have better long-term storage storage. Yes. With diesel being yes. more of an oil, basically an oil yeah. versus yeah. the volatile stuff that's in gasoline. Yeah. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah. And like I say, I've made no decisions. Haven't done. I'm it. also training Hartley to run on yet. a treadmill with a generator. Well, now that right there could be your, that, that could be your end. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, there's options. There, you've, you've got options. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My massive, she's so big that she would tear up the treadmill for the generator. Is that the one that pulled me through a Christmas tree? Uh, yes. She was is. a puppy. Yeah. She was a puppy at that yeah. time. Yeah. Well, she almost pulled me through a Christmas tree. And the only reason she didn't pull me through a Christmas tree was nothing to do with me. She just decided it was time to change direction. <laughs> yeah. And I was holding on. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> and, and the Christmas tree was, it, you ran up in, you ran into a door jam. And fortunately the tree was, was like yeah. horizontal and it wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah, go I through. Went, so. I went where she wanted me to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you were saved by the bell on that one. But, uh, but yeah, but in a nutshell, that's my updates. I know I covered a lot of ground and, uh, appreciate everybody kind of hanging in, but I, I am looking forward seriously. I am looking forward to the whole JAMA cabinet scenario and with the candies and uh, Grace is really looking forward to it too, because there's a ton of Japanese games that she wants to play. And I want to enable that, you know, and she's, she's super interested in that. And that's really the best way I think for her to play some of those and experience some of those. So, so we're, we're really looking forward to it. And, uh, and Brent, one thing I'll say before, before I close, you know, thanks to Mike and, and Dell, the, the person that I'm importing these, uh, through, uh, from, from Japan, importing these from Japan, importing them through, um, they can get like, rhythm games and i mean anything that came out of anything that would come out of a japanese arcade is is fair game now i'm not going to say it's cheap i'm not going to say it's necessarily 100 percent affordable you know in each and every case meaning you're going to pay for the service yeah i mean it's just part and parcel but if if you wanted i mean but if you had an eye on some of the some of those more unique Rhythm game pieces and things like that, it, it's an option. You know, it's an option. I don't, I wouldn't do a dance dance, I wouldn't do a DDR this way. Okay. No way. But some of the upright rhythm games that, that have the same profile as a Tron or an Asteroids or a Battle Zone or something like that and fits in the same space mm-hmm. that are too new, then that, that, that may be an option. But anyway, if anybody's interested, just you know, shoot me an email, Whitney at brokentoken.com. I'll be happy to, to do the referral for you. But uh, it's, it's worked out. I mean, I, I, was, I was able to make the, the economics of it work out because, I, because honestly, I'm just going to get rid of that much. 
you know, so cool. anywho, that's it. All right. So what we're going to transition to, if, if all this technology works, hopefully we're going to sit down and talk with, um, I guess co-founder, because I, I want to include David's wife. Yes, uh, yes. David Mrs. Corrigan. Corrigan. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk to David from uh, Music City Multicon, formerly Grand Ole Game Room Expo. So yeah. that show is coming up here at the end of October. We want to get the rundown. Uh, he's got some awesome guests. I mean, he, do, he uh, does. I, I've There's already no I've already started looking at, at some from the arcade side, deciding which games I need to take apart so I can have pieces and parts signed by developers and artists. So it, yeah, it, 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 his, this, this show extends beyond our genre by quite a bit. So yeah. we're, we're going to get with David fingers crossed. We come back with David here and uh, uh, we're going to get the rundown on the music city multicon. Looking forward to it. Okay, everyone, we are back, and the technology gods have smiled upon us. It was rough, Whitney. It, it, well, there were we, some frowns in there. There were, there was, but a table did not get flipped, so everything is still upright. And on the other side of this inner tube, we have got Mr. David Corgan from the from the Music City Multicon. So, Dave, thanks for taking the time and hopping on with us. We promise we won't embarrass you too bad. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for um, for working with us. We we imagine this. We ran long. Yes, in our yes, last segment, we, we did. We did. That's all my fault. So yeah, you know, I, I had another podcast I was going to do, but I had to bump those guys. Well, oh, did you? Okay, okay, <laughs> good deal. Well, I'm glad that we rate. Thank you, man. D- Dave, no, Dave knows where his bread is buttered. <laughs> <laughs> So, Dave, you and um, I'm going to go ahead. Whether she wants to be associated with you or not, you and your lovely wife Julia host the music city multicon in nashville tennessee correct yep. this this is this, this is like a deposition <laughs> this is this is the this is the leading question is still what do this is. yeah still do <laughs> so yep, so this is uh you know this is the second year under the name music city multicon of course it was a grand old game room in the past but uh yeah man we're we're about uh let's see about four weeks away the time of recording here and yes. uh you know, pedal to the metal, you know, we're getting ready. So, so Whitney and I raved about this show last year, not just the location, but the guests, the, yeah, uh, just the overall format and execution the, is great. It, yes. The, you've a huge vendor area, things to do, all types of gaming. And, um, again, I think I said it, the venue, the venue is, is wonderful. Yeah. So just, you know, you're, you're right. You're about, we're about four weeks out we're, we should have this show out here really soon we've actually got one in the can and we're probably going to end up doing two shows back to back <laughs> two fairly fairly close back to back <laughs> so yes point being is that'll give listeners uh, close to a month to get situated to come to the show so you're you're basically in nashville tennessee right yeah it's uh the the venue's in lebanon but it's right outside the city limits so i just i keep calling it nashville just it's easier no one knows where lebanon is it's a good frame but, of uh, reference <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah <laughs> Yeah, everybody and, just uh, drives to Lebanon, but they know where Nashville's at. So yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. it's more on the airport side. So if you're if you're flying in, it's actually a little more convenient. And then um, you know you're right outside of the city, so you don't have to deal with the Nashville craziness so much. And you know parking is free out there. Um, the hotels are maybe one exit away. There's not one attached, but they're um, they're right you know, within a mile and then plenty of restaurants out there. So it's, just, it's a great location, honestly. A lot of shows are moving out there 
um, and moving away from being in Nashville. So, yeah, the hotels in in the area. Of course, the the experience I had was with the the hotel that I was in. Mm-hmm. It it's minutes away. Oh yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's it, one exit. That's we, it. We, I, I, first thing I was going to throw out Whitney was Chicago when mm-hmm. you and I visited oh. for Expo in what sixteen? No, that was twenty fourteen. Fourteen, and that was brutal because that was a half an hour ride to and from. Yeah, yeah. It, it, oh wow. The, yeah. The, the the venue that the show is in. Uh, of I, I don't know what the room block and stuff was like. It just seemed like their the hotel was not that large. Yeah. So a lot of people stayed out of the the, the hosting hotel, and it was it was brutal. It, it was. Here, yeah. It 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 is just, and I, I'm highlighting this just so that someone thinks, oh my gosh, it's not attached to the. It it is the antithesis, the absolute opposite of what I would call inconvenient. It, it's there, it's not a problem at all. No. And what's great about the entire venue is it's dedicated to this, to this convention. So you're not fighting with other, with other attendee. You're not fighting with other shows being in the same spot. You're not fighting with people just that are staying over the weekend or anything like that. I mean, everybody that's there is there for the show and the show has the entire run of the convention space and that it just makes it so nice. So, so David for new listeners of the show or people that weren't at music city multicon last year, um, compare and contrast it a little bit with Grand Ole Game Room Expo. And we've talked about Grand Ole Game Room Expo since its inception. We've been to every show yep. and it is it for lack of a better term, what I would classic would deem a classic arcade pinball show. It was mainly arcade and pinball. And Music City Multicon is several steps beyond that. Yeah, so um, you know, it was it was arcade pinball, a lot of classic consoles, and we did it twice in um one hotel in Franklin and then we did it twice in a in a Nashville hotel. And um you know, it ranged from about Fifteen to twenty thousand square feet total for the show, the, all those years, and then this venue is like eighty thousand square feet. So uh, we didn't really lose any of the gaming. I think we we may have actually expanded it out because we have um, we have a whole esports uh, group that used to run a separate show that's been part of our show last year and is back again this year. Um, so we have all the gaming that we had at Grand Ole Game Room Expo plus all the esports, and then, you know, a whole vendor room and all this other stuff that, and um, when that you say vendor, really, when you say vendor room, you don't mean like a small room that's off of a hall in a conference center. You mean a large space. Yeah. It feels yeah, like, so it feels it's like, actually a like half the space. <laughs> you, yeah, have a, it's, um, you have a vendor aircraft hangar <laughs> is yes. what you have. David. Yeah, it's Let's, great. Don't bury the lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it um, this year we actually sold out the the vendor hall. So it's um, 120 booths total in there. That there's a some of those are our guest booths. So there's you know like 15 or so, but all the rest are are all vendor selling stuff. And that's you know video games, comics, all your standard you know geek stuff, Magic the Gathering cards, um, whatever you typically see at a Comic Con. So it's it's just a wide range of all Collect- kinds of stuff, yeah. collectibles and mm-hmm. gaming related and yep. comic related and toys, yeah, yep. new and retro, all of it, all of it, yeah. yeah. And you know we're we're pretty selective. Like I I go out 
um, and go after vendors that I like. And then you have to be approved to, to get on our list. So, um, you know, it's, it's fairly well, well done vendor room. And I, I think people will, you know, see a good quality, you know, mix of vendors this year. So, and just the contrast, like last year, I think we, we had about 35 booths. So we, yeah, we that's what I was going to ask Dave. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to ask what, what, what's the ratio look like for this year versus last year, but yeah, you, answered yeah. It. Yeah. So if you came last year, you know, it was, we, we were able to space out some more and um, of course, you know, that was, we were still dealing with a little bit of COVID and a little bit of uh, people being convention shy. But uh, this year, it's just going to be, you know, full. That's <laughs> the best so, way to put so it. You yeah. went from, Everything's yeah. full. Run those numbers to, again. Uh, you went from 35 last year to how many this year? Uh, it's about 100. Oh, wow. Oh, that's all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fantastic. So you tripled it. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah, and uh, I've had people on a wait list, so you know, if I had more space, I could have had more. But well, you know, um, you can. We'll sell our booth back for a small fee. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, we've been uh, we've been trying to get a booth anywhere we can. We went back out to the venue and we're like, well, here's a here's a loading doors. Can we put a booth well, there? And, we, you know, like, you know I, I say that jokingly, David, but I, I guess I'm actually kind of serious. And David is kind enough to you know help support our show yes and you've offered us a space now that may be in the concourse next to the restrooms but yeah it, seriously in all seriousness dave we can talk about it if you had us a space out there we can just put up a table and banners and our smiling faces anywhere anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. yeah yeah so, well, yeah, so your space is actually more on the gaming side so okay. it doesn't affect okay. the vendors okay, okay. All, right. all right well then i rescind my <laughs> send the offer <laughs> yeah. I, I take back the offer well so dave here's one thing that, that i'm curious about I'm, I'm watching the role video um on on the on the front page of your website and you've you show a tremendous uh cross section of activities from uh from last year's show i mean there's you've got you've got a dj you've got cosplay contests you've got of course you, you do show the vendor booths quite a bit you show some arcade gaming some pinball gaming going on some of the seminars and everything like that um I mean, is is all of that back on the docket for this year? And and if and if so, how's it expanding? Well, the only thing that we're not doing is the outside music. That was kind of a, you know, something that an opportunity came along to do it, and we thought we'd give it a shot, and uh, just didn't just didn't promote it long enough, honestly. But we decided to skip that this year. So okay. everything. Everything else is is back and expanded. So, the um, the, the KIT group you'll see a lot of esports on the on the website in that that, that montage there. Yeah, um, they're actually have expanded out the number of tournaments they're running. They've got a bunch of uh, pot bonuses and the tournaments. So, you know, there'll be like an extra five hundred dollars on Smash and and stuff like that. So they're really uh, been able to ramp that up this year. So David, let me let me interrupt you and talk on that for a second. And I'm I'm going to draw a parallel with something that that was said to a large group of 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 people. I, I I'm digging a hole here, Whitney. So <laughs> everybody knows that's listening to the show. I, I've, I'm a car person. I've I've had cars. I used to kind of really run in a car show circuit and all that kind of fun stuff. So here in town, we used to have a big show. Um, a lot, of t- a lot of cars that toured for points and try to be the best of whatever over a year. This was a major stop. So years ago, I, and I'm actually getting somewhere with this, Dave. Years ago, 
Take your time. Uh, it's your show. It's, that's true. <laughs> this is true. And you're, yeah. you're, you're stuck here. Um, one of the people that was instrumental in organizing the show at the awards ceremony at the end of the show on Sunday made a point. He made a point about some of the cars that the classic car people kind of shunned the four cylinder cars, the tuner cars, um, the, the Hondas, you know, cars that people that have old Camaros or old firebirds like me or fifties street rods, they kind of turn their nose up at. And the point that he made that I made to so many people when talking about the esports thing is they're the next generation. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that's going to carry forward in some flavor, form or fashion, what we, what we hold dear to us. And looking at that group playing smash and other games that I knew were modern games and look at it with that, with that mindset, of this is the next generation and seeing how they got into it and how they customized their own controllers and how this was their thing and how I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go play Donkey Kong or Pac-Man or Space Invaders and then how that crossover kind of connected that dude that that is amazing and so anybody that that might be listening to you talk about that and they're they're thinking that's not for me trust me it's for you i know nothing about these games but i got caught up in watching them oh, and yeah. cheering it's, with it's, them it's fun to it watch it is them electric play. yeah it is insane yeah so anyway yeah it's yeah there, there's a there's a big i shocked myself <laughs> oh yeah, i shocked myself okay go ahead yeah yeah, there's a big spectator aspect to the uh, the esports stuff that you don't have to be in the tournament to to you know enjoy the um, the finals and all that stuff because they get hyped up and it's you know there's there's some cash prizes on the line so these people are going at it as best they can and um, it's just it's just a fun time yeah it, and, and you know also. you notice like um, you know the because you could tell the the esports crowd you know they were kind of younger and carrying their controllers around but they, they were over there playing nba jam and they were playing you know the classic consoles they were on the game cubes and you know it's just with all the games there right in the same room it kind of allowed you to just enjoy all of it together and not have to like go down the hall somewhere and you know be to the to weird pinball room with old people you know right there. <laughs> yeah well dave one thing that i'll say and, and I, I think i've said this to you before is that uh having having the esports tournaments there just brought a sense of uh just brought a sense of life to the to the place that that just it, it just took on it just took on its own personality i, I guess because there were so there were so many people there. There was so there was so much movement. Everybody was talking. Everybody was watching. You know, watching the the projection screens. Everybody was listening to the music. You could see people engaged in in watching some of the, some of the tournaments and the plays. And it it just it just made the entire show feel like it was bigger than than maybe than maybe it actually was. From the sense of it, it just had its own personality. And I, I really really appreciate that because it was definitely more than the sum of its parts in in that regard yeah like there was there's really never a lull in the room you no, know there's there was, always no. something going on yeah and um you know like in the past we would have a dj and stuff play um in the ballroom with the with the arcade games and stuff but 
really didn't even need any of that because there was there was just constantly things going on and it and wasn't was an so atmosphere. loud yeah in a game yeah, and, and there was game music yeah yeah see um so we've touched on the arcade video games pinball um esports uh are you still are you doing ta- or table is tabletop gaming back again this year yeah so we uh we had one room for tabletop last year and this year we have two because we have um there's a local store who's going to be running uh, Magic the Gathering and Pokemon tournaments. So that, you know, that allows us to have a bunch of tournaments going on and still have all of the board games people can check out and just free play, you know, sit up a table and take a break. Um, so we, you know, we, we like doubled that space. So that was pretty cool. Oh, no, that's, yeah, that, that's fantastic. So go, go ahead, go ahead, David. So, you know, we're just, we're just cycling through. I'm looking at the list of things you've got going on here. Yeah. Uh, cosplay again. I say again that I mean we we've been doing these events long enough. Whitney cosplay is a major. I mean, it's 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 table stakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, we we did a, a pretty decent cosplay contest last year, so we had cash prizes for the uh, you know the top the top winners and. Um, like this dude made this this really awesome Halo um, outfit that you know I think he got first place last year, but uh, this year we're we're setting up a stage in the main gaming area, so we're going to do the cosplay competition in there. Last year it was over in the panel room, so it kind of took it, you know, out of the main focus a little bit. And this yeah. this time it's going to be right there in the middle, and uh, it'll also give me more of a main stage to make announcements and. And maybe do some some trivia or some other things, you know. There I was going to ask area. what your plans to utilize that that main stage. Yes, yeah, so I've been wanting to set up a uh, a rock band thing on the on a nice stage for years, and oh, this that may be, be the year so to do much, it. That may be so much fun. I mean, I'm telling you, love that. I, I yeah, because you you've seen the amount of equipment my brother has for uh, for DJ setups and stuff. So. Um, You'll be able to help me out with that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that would be well worth it. So I am not a player of rock band, but Whitney and I have been to other shows where they have done a, a, a rock band and it's been years. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. time to bring it back. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it was, it was, it was a huge hit and it, it was one, it was just amazing to watch. It, it. it is. It's so yeah. much, it, it is as much fun to watch as it is to participate. I've never, I, I mean, I've never really played rock band per se, but my daughter and I have played guitar hero for years and years yeah. and years. And I just, Oh man, I, I just adore it. I really do. Yeah. I still love it. I mean, it's, it's the reason I bought a PlayStation two back in the day was, was just for guitar hero. And then, uh, I mean, obviously, I can't sing well, so the rock band <laughs> portion is not really doesn't really add a lot to me because I love to just play the guitar part. Yeah, but, that's me as well. Yeah. But when you get you know a whole group and you've got people who are willing to to sing out there in public, it really gets fun. And then you got someone who's trying to drum who you know can't really drum, but it's it's just all fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's it, it's it's so much fun. Well, and Dave, I'll say this: I mean, the, the way that you had everything organized last year, 
with with the arcade games you know all, all lined up in rows and then uh, across the back end of of the exhibition hall we ha- you had the line of pinball machines and everything like that is, is that setup going to stay largely the same because it, it was pretty neat last year you, you had a nice row of uh stern's godzillas and uh and it was nice because hadn't gotten to play it anywhere yet at, at that point in time but it was it was really easy to hop on you know stern's newest machines is is that same setup yeah. going to be going this now, year now real quick i'm going to say something controversial for me okay oh all right i i do kind of like me some godzilla God, God, <laughs> yeah godzilla is pretty strong man i do there's, there's no doubt i, I, I do you, you know it, you know what's it's funny? not a weird owl no well <laughs> I, I get that you know but it's it's funny. I have had two people message me over the past two weeks and said that they have ordered Godzillas, and it's like, whoa, that's that kind of came out of left field. But it's yeah, it, it's strong. Well, I bet somebody at Dave Show can hook you up with it with a Godzilla. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a good segue. So Tilt I, I'm is, a professional uh, podcaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tilt Amusements <laughs> is going to be bringing uh, a, a big Stern setup this year, so that's that's one change. Okay, like last good. year, yeah, they uh, they brought those Godzillas, but this year they're going to bring like sixteen new machines. Oh what? wow, sixteen? Um, that's crazy. Oh man. So I'm guessing and those are available, to, uh, you know, for sale. So you know, contact Troy and uh, get pricing on that if you're so do interested you, in picking up something at the show. Do you know, okay. so. do you know if he's doing show promotions? He, he, yeah. um, he know, usually he usually does. Him. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how he's gonna end up pricing everything, but um, as far as I know, it, it's a mix of you know the current titles, and there should be 007s. I was gonna say by Ooh. then you'd probably have 007s. You have some yeah, 007s. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope. And I believe they'll be pro and premium, but I mean that was you know that was just announced. So yeah. as yeah. far as what actually shows, but yeah. I would be surprised if. You know, 007 wasn't there. It, okay. it was supposed to be on the list. So. Yeah. So that's Tilt Amusements. And we, you know, what we've talked about Tilt before on the show. They're great people. We can obviously put a link. I'm assuming they've got a, a oh, site. Oh, yeah. they, they, they do. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. They, they, they do. So, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that it gets in the show notes. Uh, but, but yeah, so you're saying contact Troy at Tilt Amusements, David? That's, yeah. That would be the person to talk to there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean he Troy's all Troy's very active on Facebook. You, I mean they they've got their own Facebook page. You, you'll be able to find them easily enough. Just uh, hop on there and, and search them up, and, and yeah. I, I'm sure you'll you can you can get in touch with Troy real easy. <laughs> and uh, and there's another place. Um, I was going to say another place. They're called Pinball Place. So uh, it's um, they're a little further away, but they're going to be. Um, setting up a booth and they'll have a couple of Jersey Jack games, maybe a Stern. Oh, wow. Okay. And then um, they deal in um, American and Chicago gaming as well. Interesting. Sure. So, Interesting. And, and I'm pretty sure that they're offering like a $500 off or some kind of show special there. Okay. So um, I, I'm going to be I've posting that on, on my website as well. It's not up there right now, but, but by the time you guys air this, that should all be on the Multicon website. So you could be able to, uh, you know, find all the info there to get in touch with them. Okay, yeah, I that, that's a new vendor to me. I've not I've not heard of them, but yeah, I just looked them up. It looks it looks like it's just thepinballplace.com. So, yep, Stern, American, Jersey Jack. Uh, yep, that's that's them. Sure enough. Yeah, you know, a little bit further away. They're not going to bring quite as much. I think they sell the uh, a stair climbing dolly as well. I'm not sure if it's the Escalera or a different brand, but they'll have uh, some deals on that. So you know, it's Sometimes it's worth picking up a game at a show. You know, it doesn't get 
doesn't get a whole lot of play and then you get yeah. you get a deal yeah save on sales tax you know it's right there take it home so. did, did you say they did american too right is that's who does hot wheels yes um, yes yep. yep american does hot wheels yep in valhalla yep Le- legends of valhalla and yeah. uh let's see houdini and oktoberfest oh yeah yep, yeah yep, yep. okay yep. so i haven't seen or played uh valhalla but i've played the others okay sure gotcha yeah, For I played sure. one out. It actually liked it. It's um, it's pretty good. What Valhalla? So, yeah, I kind of like Hot Wheels, but every time I go to play it, I, where I have access to it, I uh, end up being uh, disturbed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so. I, yeah, and and it's it's tough to enjoy pinball yeah. when you can't concentrate on it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with you there. So. Yeah. Uh, Dave, let's touch. Oh, okay, a- one one more oh, thing. Well, on okay, pinball. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Fine. So you know, we 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 run a big pinball tournament. So it's the largest one in Tennessee. So if you're, you know, if you're back in the tournament scene and you're trying to get those those points again, um, you know, we're expecting 100 to 120 players. And um, Game Galaxy sponsors our tournament, so they're bringing 35 machines just for that tournament. Um, so that my goodness, transport, that's a fantastic, uh, transporting all that is a lot. Yeah. So yeah, well. <laughs> do, do you register? Can you pre-register? Do you have to register at the show? You know, if someone's so you, listening, you can pre-register. There's the, the match play links are up on the website and you can pre-register because, um, if, if it is getting close, they will cap it off, you know, just, just so the tournament doesn't run too long. And, so you won't have to have anyone waiting. So, and that's on your site. That's on musiccitymulticon.com, right? Yep, that's right. Okay. We'll have all these links in the show notes. Yeah, no, that, that sounds good. If, if you hear me clicking away, that's I'm, I've been adding the pinball links and then, of course, <laughs> and then if you've heard er- other errant noise in the background, uh, studio dog Hartley has decided she wants to play, and she's been bouncing back and forth between Whitney and I with, oh, her, yeah, yeah. with her pet pig. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been keeping her occupied as she moves from one, one side to the and other. And now she's zonked out on the floor. <laughs> Well, Dave, what what about the guest lineup? Uh, I, I know that you have been working overtime on really fleshing that out. And uh, just a, a quick pass on the website just shows, uh, I mean, a, just a significant number of what I would consider A-list, A-list guests. I mean, we're on there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. A, A-list before us, then then we would be like K-minus or something. But but anyway, A-list guests. And, uh, and Dave, I mean, you've, you've got some... You've got some heavy hitters in in the, especially in the video gaming and the in the uh, comic industry. So, I mean, would you mind to uh, just kind of fill everybody in on on who's you know who, who you're hitting the highlights with? Yeah, that's um, you know, I decided a couple of years ago that instead of trying to just make the you know the largest mobile arcade show, you know, guests are really for me what what makes me want to come to a show. Yes, something like agreed. a special guest that. Yep lives you know other side of the u.s you never see them but you watch them on youtube or you're a fan of their comics or something so that's what i've been trying to um to bring to the show more than anything and um some of these guests i've worked on for a couple years now but but like on the comic side we've got um david finch is a well-known comic artist um does does a lot of stuff on on youtube as well on you know how to draw and just very active still um tyler kirkham he's actually um a younger newer artist got a lot of good stuff going he's he's doing our show poster too which 
I sent you guys a uh, preview of oh, the artwork. So, oh, so that, that's Tyler's work. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's Tyler's artwork. Okay, yeah, so. yeah, that is legit. I mean, if you were observant, you would have seen that it was signed, but I'm just... <laughs> oh, well, I'm, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that. I, w- I was paying too much attention to all the kanji down the side, wondering if it said what you, what you were hoping it would say. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so another benefit of, you know, getting in touch with all these artists is um, our, our show poster this year, which I, I've loved our past posters, but... It's like a different level, you know. It's like a an amazing comic cover. Yeah. Um, poster. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. I think it is really phenomenal. It. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to getting it, Dave, because every single show poster that you've done is hanging up in my game room at home, and this one nice. will be this one will be no exception. So uh, Eric Eric Gist is another comic artist. I mean, um, does a lot of um, a lot of alternate covers. Uh, he's a, he's a good painter. Uh, Matt Banning did a lot of image comics back in the day. And then uh, Larry Stucker actually uh, did image stuff in D.C. as well. He lives here in Tennessee. And then Dan Frega, uh, who was with us last year, was a great guest. He lives in Georgia, so um, worked on image and Top Cow and stuff with Liefeld. And he'll be back as well. Um, so that's like our comic lineup. And then on the gaming side, which you know, is, is what always excites me more than anything is, um, <laughs> got, got David Crane and Gary kitchen and Dan kitchen. I mean, the, yeah. those are just minor people in the, in yeah. the gaming. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, come on. Yeah. But are are no, you even gonna... trying? Dave? <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you... <laughs> yeah. So David, David Crane was, uh, it's been super nice getting in touch with him and, you know, he just, he just wants to connect with, with fans and people, who are still into these games and you know you just have to entice them with you know that they're coming to a decent show you know because you yeah. say nashville and, yeah you know it's not like these guys are always coming to nashville for any reason but um but now, they because they they, really david's out in california right yeah he's in san francisco okay so um him and gary kitchen are both out there but it'll be great having all three of them because they've worked on so many games together through Activision and Atari and then Absolute Entertainment on the NES and, uh, you know, even Audacity Games the past couple of years. So they all have, um, so, having all three of them together will be great for the panels and stuff. Yeah. So and this, awesome. this is on me and I, I should know better, especially with the kitchens because uh, they get covered quite a bit. Like on Retro Gaming Roundup, I listen to that monthly. You said Absolute. So like Absolute Software? Because there was a lot of absolute titles on the on the Commodore sixty four as well. Uh, yeah, they so they they put titles on every system. I think during that time, Jeez. like NES, Genesis, mm-hmm. Commodore sixty four, uh, and then certain people would handle a, a particular port. Like uh, maybe David Crane and Gary worked on the NES version, but someone else worked on the Commodore version mm-hmm. or whatever. <clears throat> but they were all published under you know that that umbrella. And, you know, a lot of that, um, I think it's hard at this point to to figure out who was doing what. It doesn't seem to be as well documented. So, uh, you know, any any chance you can get to, to talk to some of these guys again and, you know, rehash some of what they what they worked on, I think is is great. You know, yeah, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be fantastic just you know, having having the three of them together and going going through the, the panel discussions and everything like that. But, Dave, I'm with you. I, I enjoy going to going to those panels as much, if not more than than everything that happens in, in the convention hall as well. And so, David, I see just kind of rolling down through the, the website. It looks like you've got, I mean, Warren Davis, John Yowsey. I mean, it just John Pomeroy it just goes on and on. Now, those are the not that I'm not excited about the other guests. Yeah. But 
where my eye goes, they're they're the, like the video game royalty here, yeah, yeah, and pinball royalty here for for this go around of the Music City Multicon. And I, I'm already David. I'm already taking games apart to take things <laughs> and and hand them and ask for signatures. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So yeah. Um, you know, John Yowsey, he, he said that, you know, he'll sign whatever people bring him. And I'm going to bring my dog. Those guys as well. They, they <laughs> bring don't, my they dog. <laughs> Can you sign her? You bring the Panther. He'll sign it. You yeah. know. Oh, the Panther's coming. <laughs> yeah. The, the broken token Panther is coming. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I am. I've, I've already got a mental checklist of things that I'm going to bring. And I, I guess that's a fair question. Or most or all, I'm assuming all the artists are going to have a, a booth space over in the vendor area. And I'm guessing that maybe, uh, is John and Warren in the kitchens and, and are they going to have like general like office hours where people can come up and just chat with them? Yeah, pretty much everyone will have a, a booth space. Um, Yowsey's going to be more in the gaming area and he, he may be more available like before and after his panel. He will be there all weekend, but he's not going to sit at a table the whole time. Yeah, I wouldn't expect but, that um, for yeah. any of them. Yeah, yeah for, no, sure. for sure. But like Warren Davis, yeah, he'll probably have his books there. So he, I, I'm assuming he'll be at a table most most of the time. And um, Pomeroy has, has stuff to to sell and you know he'll do sketches of Dirk the Daring and stuff. Um, you know he worked on Dragon's Lair and Space Ace and Dragon's Lair too. Oh, we didn't even mention John Pomeroy. We hadn't gotten that far yet. Yeah, so he's he lives here in Nashville, which is which is great. But he has just a long history with Don Bluth and Walt Disney Studios and uh, worked on those games. So that's pretty cool. I'm going to bring my Dragon's Lair out there. Um, put it next to him so oh yeah that, that'll be fantastic you know you can take the laser disc out of it and just have him sign right across it it won't hurt a thing yeah, it won't hurt a thing it'll run just it'll run just fine <laughs> just you give him a nice black sharpie yeah, so boy. it stands out on yeah, that silver just, yeah just it'll be just, just draw all over the control panel. yeah, yeah it'd be perfect <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it almost makes me wish I had a bit rotted Dragon's Lair laser disc, you know, because if it, if they're bar- that's a whole other thing. But if it's if the, if it's done, it'd be that would true. be yeah. neat to have that it. Would it, it, it would yeah. be yeah, because that's something that you would frame and then put on a wall. Because where else would you ever? get that again yep, yeah exactly yeah and, and, so, and so david just kind of continuing on down the list i mean i'm seeing metal jesus i'm seeing john riggs nintendo we'll skip over brent and whitney yeah <laughs> steve, those losers yeah steve nutter i mean billy martinez sam Payne. i mean it just it does it just goes on it looks like we've got you know ginger o snap and mutant glue i mean i, I know cosplayers, i'm kind of yeah yep. cosplayers and i know i'm kind of front loading all that for you but uh but still, you know, what, what, what can you tell us about, you know, about these, the cosplayers and the YouTubers? Well, you know, if you're into retro gaming stuff, you're probably watching Metal Jesus and John Riggs and people like that. Yeah. I think, I think Metal Jesus Rocks channel is like a million subscribers now. So, I mean, he's, 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 he's up there and, um, great guy you know always fun to watch his his channel very positive really happy to be able to get him out here he, he typically doesn't do cons you know outside of like portland and stuff you know closer to where he is out in seattle but yeah i got him to come out here so you'll be able to meet him they're gonna do some panels and then uh you know they'll be hanging around and i'm sure they'll be shooting some video and shooting some video around town and so that'll be great it's something we really never had in the past to be able to to get guys who are on YouTube. Yeah, you know, so, out here. So um, then, you know, there's the broken token guys. So you mean where of those guys? So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're we're going to apologize in advance. 
<laughs> you, you notice how my hair has changed over the pictures that she, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like it, a retrospective of me. It, it is. I mean, every, yeah, every you picture, look the same other than you've got a hat on. Yeah. That, I got a hat on, but I, I think I'm even wearing the same pullover, which that's inexcusable. Wow, I didn't but notice that. I just, <laughs> na- I just now noticed that. Wow. <laughs> Well, it's a so great pullover. Yeah, thank you. It's thank a you. great. Why would you not wear it? <laughs> I, I, did, is there a particular reason you chose a picture of me with a Golden Girls T-shirt on? It's true so story. Julia pulled those. Those photos, are awesome. So you can blame Julia for that. So. Oh, that's that's funny. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like Steve Nutter has a, a great um, you know re- retro tech channel covering CRTs, and he's he's very active in that space, and he's going to do another another panel for us. Um, his are always like, uh, whenever I put a video out, they're probably the most watched and shared just cause he's very active on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Happy to have him back. He, he doesn't live in Tennessee anymore, but his family's still here. So he'll be visiting family while he's here in town. So that's always nice. And, uh, yeah, a lot of cosplayers. Um, there's several, I, I don't even have on the website, like the big star Wars groups and the Mandalorian groups, you know, do charity events and stuff. They're coming to the show. The um, 501. Yeah, 501, and then the Mandalorian Mercs, and um, there's a local Marvel Avengers kind of group. They're going to be coming. So that that adds a lot of of fun stuff to the show, and some of those guys will be helping out with the cosplay competition and stuff as well. Oh, that's – yeah, that's that's fantastic, Dave. I mean, it's it's such a great lineup, uh, and and it really shows that you've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes to to really fill this out because, I mean – on the site, you, you scroll and it just goes on and on and on and on with uh, with all the featured guests, which that, that's great because it, there, there's going to be something there for everybody, no doubt about it. So, Dave, I think I mean we've talked about the the game space and the esports, um, your arcade pinball, tabletop gaming is expanding this year. We know you're going to have a lot of panels. Maybe we should touch on that a little bit to get the, kind of a rundown on who's talking. And maybe if you know about what, we know you're going to have cosplay. There's going to be cosplay people. There's going to be cosplay tournaments. Or not tournaments, excuse me, cosplay uh, contests. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the list here and I saw pinball tournaments. You have the pinball yeah. tournament, esports tournament, a huge vendor space, a merry-go-round, a Ferris wheel, <laughs> and a log flume. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's October, there's going to be a log flume. Yeah. Are we, D- Dave? Are we missing anything here? I mean, that's a lot. And yeah, us, so the, uh, the, the panels. You know, most of our guests are going to be doing a panel, or else multiple people will be on one. And those are going to run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Pretty full schedule, actually. So uh, I've got podcasters unmasked um, for Saturday night. <laughs> so you know, other than that. Um, We'll talk Spider Man yeah. all oh, night long. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, the worst movie ever. <laughs> I have not watched any Marvel content since I've seen that movie. I, man, you know what? Nothing it breaks my heart to hear none. That, really, mm, man, so, Doctor Strange was good. No, I don't, I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thor, don't care. Yeah, man, none. Well, I'll, I'll give you that on Thor, but Doctor Strange. <laughs> Multiverse of Madness was uh, was pretty 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 awesome. So yeah, um, let's see. I'm missing anything. I, don't, I, I don't think so. It's just you know. Let's um, let's talk date, time, logistics, all that stuff. You know, we talked about it's in right there in Nashville or super super close. We talked a little bit about the hotel, but l- let's get some more specifics. When is it? Give yeah, us the rundown. So October 28th through the 30th, and um, it's not going to interfere with your Halloween plans because that's Monday. 
So don't don't be thinking you can't come because of Halloween. You can come this year. Uh, get your tickets online. Get them at the door. We do have a uh, like a first responder discount on tickets, and if you're going to do that, you'll have to purchase those on the door at the door. Can't do it online. The uh, you know the three day tickets the way to go. It's it's basically you pay for two days and get one free. Okay. And um, with with all the the stuff happening all three days, you know you're going to want to be there the whole time. So that's the way to go. So, and if you check uh, the website, uh, I've, I've podcasted once or twice, you'd never know it. Music City Multicon, there's actually also a link for hotels. It'll show you, you know, the local the hotels that are close by, gives you a rundown, some nice pictures, gives you, I guess, is there like room information or, yep, it looks like you got room rates too, right? There's a uh, discounted rates at two hotels. Now, there's like eight in the area, so there's, there's other options besides those two, and they're all close by. But those are just a couple that, you know, we were able to get a discount, so it's you know it's worth staying at those if you can. Now the rates are going to end pretty soon, so you can't you can't wait like the week of and get the discount rate. Oh, I, I like, see, gotcha. Yeah, no, that's and yeah. Um, we that's even list uh, all the vendors on there, so you can see uh, a rundown of, of all the vendors with descriptions of what they're selling for the comic guests. They'll um, we'll have CBCS on site, which they do signature verification and, and grading of comics. So if you want to get a comic signed, you would. You know, the, the best way to do it is to have one of those guys there so that you can get it signed and then it's verified on site so you know it's a real signature and you can get it graded. So, you know, the, the good comic shows that, that have decent guests like this, they always have that kind of service on site. So, Oh, interesting. Yeah. How, now, how about WADA or anything along those lines, Dave? Is, is that is that service going to be offered at the show? As you know, well is for, WADA for, still around? You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what's, what's Wado? Is so it a grading the, service? Yeah, it's a, it's a video game grading service. Oh. Yeah. Now, Dave, we saw them uh, at, at the last show that you and I went to uh, up in Milwaukee, but their booth, their booth was, uh, man, it was pretty light. I'll say that. Yeah, you know, I. Um I don't mind saying I think their name is mud as far as in the gaming space because all the controversy around those uh, those high profile uh, auctions. Yeah, <laughs> I vaguely yeah. recall of some of that yeah. now, yeah. and I think yeah. I picked up what I know or what I've heard on other shows. I, you I know, think yeah. that's uh, that's a key factor to why it was so dead at their booths. It, that, uh, it had, I would say, <laughs> yeah, I would say it would have to be. I'm just curious if it, if if anyone is going to pick up the torch on that because it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's an interesting point. You see a lot of it. It's rife through the community, though. You see it on eBay, and you see other vendors. They sell, they they sell the cased and the supposed graded games. And so I, yeah, I was just I was just kind of curious if that uh, if that ever crossed. You should, you should look into it, Whitney. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's other services. That, that's not me. CGC maybe might be one. Um, Doesn't CGC? I mean, grading grading games. If it's a nice copy, I think it's it's a good thing, and it's gonna it's gonna stick around. CG. I wish they would would do signatures, you know, like they do on the comic side, but it seems yeah. like that's not quite there yet. Well, does, does CGC do? They do comics, right? Or books? Mm. Uh, I think they do both. Oh, yeah, do they? Okay, do yeah, I was going to say they I, do, I, I don't know. Uh, some of them just do also do like sports memorabilia, like sign baseballs, and they, maybe that's know, what I'm. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that 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 does make sense grading uh baseball cards and grading you know all kinds of stuff like that so well the thing about a signature verification on site i mean if david finch signs my comic and i'm standing there looking at david finch i know he signed it mm-hmm. but if you want if you want that to hold a value if that's important to you i don't know what the fee is but 
if that you, you take a trusted company, a trusted third party and say they they affirm in a certificate or document that that is correct, mm-hmm. then the, it, it is it is known for all time by all that David Finch signed that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much the standard now. So like one of the guys from the booth will come over while he signs it and then they'll take it and they'll put it in a bag or whatever and just seal it. Yeah, they take possession of it. So there's no there's no question of whether or not it, it's authentic and then it comes back, you know, with their with their grading and everything. So Yeah, okay. No, that that is that that's that's a nice service to offer. So no, that's that's great. So Dave, did is there anything that we missed? I mean, we're gonna have some vans there too. Oh, well, we gotta have vans. I mean, I hesitated to bring that there, up. There should there should be an entire section of vans and van related accessories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then van in the future, we'll, we'll be expanding the van offering. Yes. So, um, <laughs> it's probably too. It's probably too inside jokes. I was gonna say there's a couple. I was just gonna say, David, there's a couple layers of inside jokes there that I'm That's glad they're there sometimes. just for us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Dave, we're going to bring your van. Of course. Show, right? Oh, of course. Okay, absolutely. Yes. Well, I, yeah. So fan, fans of the show will be able to see your van. Yes. So, so Brent, is, is the van wrapped yet? No, no. It's uh, still, it's still like stark white. It's okay, like a creeper gotcha, van. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. You got 30 days, man. <laughs> you got 30 days. <laughs> Well, Dave, thanks I, thanks for taking the time with us. We we certainly appreciate it. Oh, yeah, anytime. It's always fun. So, Dave, we'll see you here in about a month. And, like, listeners of the show, I, we cannot yeah. recommend any higher Dave's show. Yeah. He, it's, I said, don't stop there. Cannot recommend. I mean, I've, I've said it to Dave several times. I mean, it truly is. It truly is my favorite show. It just, just needs just, less Spider-Man. It, <laughs> more Spider-Man, but it, it, it truly is my favorite show. Just, just from an all up perspective. I mean, we have our home show here with LAX, but for, for the shows, for all the shows that I go to, it's, fa- it's my favorite one. Hands, hands down, just from an all up perspective. Cool. Dave, again, we appreciate the time, and uh, we'll see you soon here in Nashville, Tennessee, for the Music City Multicon. All right. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Okay. Thanks, man. Well, Whitney, that was a great time with David Corgan. I, thir- of, I thoroughly enjoyed of the it. The Music City. Well, I, don't, I, I, did, I just went with great. Okay. I didn't want to say. I mean, didn't want to pump it up. No, that, that much. no, I didn't okay. want to. Uh, well, I, I mean, I it's Dave. I, mean, I did. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. He, man. he throws a great show. Yeah. And, and Julia. And I think most of it's Julia. Music City Multicon is awesome. He is also the the president of the Nashville, Tennessee chapter of uh, Van Appreciation Society. Group, Society yeah. International. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So there is that. Yeah. But I mean. Oh, you're sandbagging on him, man. I'm going. <laughs> He likes Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, well, strike one. Well, well, I mean, Dave and I, we're, we're on the same side on that deal, man. Oh, well. sorry. Sorry to say, but we'll have to do a whole episode at some point. On things I don't we're, like. Well, no, no, no. I, we're just going to limit this to one episode, I say. Hold on. I'm crying. Yeah. I'm actually crying. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to do one episode and maybe we record it while we're down in Nashville oh. with David on and we truly break Break down Spider-Man No Way Home. How about it? Uh, Are you up for it? I haven't seen it. I mean, I still have a a deep burning of of a thousand red hot suns. (laughs) 
hatred for that for that movie, I think I could probably still remember. I don't think I've blocked it all from my mind. Okay. <laughs> but well, I may, still have a sizable pick list of things that I thought was terrible about. Uh, well, why don't you do, why don't you read the Wikipedia article on it and then and then come ready to talk? How about that? Oh, it, that I mean, way we don't have to force you to watch. I said it, again. it during his segment. I, I have not I've not touched and nor do I care to touch any Marvel content. I just <sighs> that movie just I was like it that ruined was, it for you. Huh? I was just done. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a shame. That, that's a shame. And and. It, the one thing I'll say is the Marvel content that has come after that uh, phase four, what would be considered phase four, it's not all it's not all a bunch of winners, man. But but there is still some good stuff there. I have seen my share, of, you know, traveling YouTube, uh-huh. and then I, I, there's some that even runs on Pluto, yeah, uh, commercials for the the new Marvel content, like the streaming stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. and of course. You know, you're seeing stuff now for Thor, Love and Thunder. It's out trying to get more people to watch it because yeah. it didn't do very well. Yeah. And uh, stuff leading up to the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. But I'm seeing all that streaming only like episodic stuff. Uh-huh. And I think it's like we talked a little bit about this at one point in time on the show. Uh, Disney pulling back on the Star Wars content because it was starting to be too much. Yeah. And it was no longer special. Yeah, that's my word. Just sit on the sidelines. I'm like, this is too much. It's she Hulk. It, it, it's, it's attorney a, at law. It's it's a lot of content, man. I mean, there's no doubt. It, I, I've not watched that yet. Uh, why would you? Well, I mean, I probably will. She Hulk attorney at law. I mean, the only thing that you're actually missing is the Fonz on skis jumping the shark. <laughs> I mean, that I, is where we're at. Oh, that's that's funny. Have you seen the commercial? It talks about a rear end. I mean, it focuses on the fact oh, that it I'm makes not, her shapely. Oh, I've not seen that. Oh, no. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a completionist, so, I, so I'll probably watch it at some point. I don't know when. I... I am admittedly I, very, very far behind on my Marvel content from, right from now. From that and the other so. themes that they have, I mean, I do what you will. Yeah. But I, for that, from just watching the way they portray it and the themes in the just the the commercials, I wouldn't call it a family friendly thing because mm. there's stuff in there that you would have to explain to kids. Mm. Well, so well that may that may very well be the case. I know Disney has dropped a lot, uh, you know, a, a lot of. Star Wars content with the Book of Boba Fett. We've got Andor. We've got the Obi Wan the Obi Wan series. I, and I've not seen Boba Fett or Obi Wan. And Andor is brand new. I've not seen that I, either. I'm not. Yeah, it's not just on my list. Yeah, it's just there's just there's a lot. I'm going to watch a lot of stuff there. <laughs> watch next gen reruns. Yeah. Well, and then watch Picard. So oh yeah, you, yeah. You, I really owe it to yourself to and, watch and that. You know what I think? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one thing. I'm going to watch is Strange New Worlds. So that I don't know what that is. That is the episodic prequel to the original series. It it has uh it has Anson Mount playing his oh, his Pike. Oh, oh, you know, no, no, no. I, I have seen the yeah. yeah. You know what else I'm really interested in? What's that? Is the lower decks, the animated. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've not I've not watched it, that either. It, it it seems very and I I don't know if this is a good characterization, but from the from the commercials, uh-huh. it seems like um uh, family, sort of like a Family Guy meets Star Trek. Meets Star Trek, or Rick and Morty meets Star Trek. Yeah, Rick Tra- and Morty meets yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, there, yes. there you yeah, go. There, yeah. I think that's, I think that's an apt description right there. So well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'd like to see that. Fair enough. We have gone off on a tangent. Ah, well, man. that's I, what I'm we sorry. do. Yeah, that's what it, makes it, the show it, so endearing. It, it is. It is. Well, Brent, I'll, I'll say this. Um, 
since, since our since a little bit of our break, I, I was not able to pull uh, any feedback in in the news. Here's the thing about the news. Um, there's 007 <laughs> pinball. Move on. 007 <laughs> pinball, and uh, that's brand new. So, and if there's plenty of podcasts covering that, and it's in the news is just plastered all over all over Facebook, social media, and everything like that. I'll say this. I'm hoping to play 007 down in Nashville. I love the theme. Uh, I mean, I dearly love Bond. Are you a Bond fan? I do like Bond. Oh, it, yes. It, it does. Now, I'm not a big enough of a fan to know. If I see the movie, I'm like, okay, this is a Roger Moore movie. This yeah, is the yeah, film. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't know. Honestly, if you said... Give me a name. You yeah. know, I couldn't probably tell you which bond it was. I'm yeah. not that. Yeah, but fair, fair enough. To, to keep circling around the Pluto yeah. the bandwagon here, they would run bond channels. Oh, now, man. for whatever reason, that channel in the time that I've kind of been on the Pluto TV bandwagon is yeah. like just things to like Star Trek. Just, just stuff to have on. Stuff to have on. Yeah. They've had a bond channel several times. And that's the. That that I think is the only channel, at least that I watched, that they had. Then they take off. Then they had. Then they take oh, off. That, okay. And yeah. it's been gone for a bit. So I'd hope it makes a return because well, I do like to watch have the movies on. I, I do. I do too. I really enjoy them. And with this being the 60th anniversary of Bond as a franchise coming up, uh, one thing that I found is interesting in how Stern's going to commemorate that. They're actually having a fourth version of that Bond machine. Oh, are they? Yeah. So you have the Pro Premium and the LE. And then they're having a special 60th anniversary edition that is uh, that is designed by Keith Elwin. So the the the, the cornerstone game, the bond, the 007 games that we're talking about seeing down in Nashville, that's all George Gomez. Oh, so it's a completely it's a different compl- game. Completely different game. Completely different layout. Completely. I mean. Everything it's just completely different, huh? And they're and they're doing a small run just for the sixtieth sixtieth anniversary, so that that'll be pretty neat. But uh, Jackie and I, we are big Bond fans. We've done the rotation on the Bond movies a couple of times where we have watched them all mm-hmm. in in series. We've got them in chronological order. the The only Bond movie that I have not seen is the most recent one with Daniel Craig. Now, the, the I haven't last seen one. any. I'll tell you that I have Whoa, not seen hold, any of the hold, Daniel hold, Craig hold movies. Hold up! Hold up! Hold! <laughs> Ho, 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 now. Ho, stop, 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 stop. Are you serious? I now? am. And that is, I'm lacking that in my life. I oh, do. It, 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 it's dude. not, it's not intentional. I just have not managed to see the, the Daniel Craig movies. Oh, then. Well, can ho, we no, ho, ho, can ho, we no longer be friends? Oh, ho, ho, ho. No, no, no. Um, let, let, let me just sum this up with. What did, what term did you use earlier on the pack on, on the pack in the the, uh, the pack in tool tool carriers? You said the chef's kiss. Yes, <laughs> I'm going to say da- I'm going to say Daniel Craig, <laughs> chef's kiss <laughs> to James Bond. There is no doubt. So you've got to watch all of them in chronological order because they tell one story. Okay. The Daniel Craig ones. The Daniel Craigs. They they tell a life cycle story about that character. Okay. Um, now the other bonds, as you've seen them, they're loosely connected by Felix will pop up. But yeah, Felix, Felix, Felix is, Blofeld's in a couple of the yeah. early ones, and then you, you'll you'll have, isn't there a situation where like one of them Felix dies, but he, Felix is back as a character in a later movie? Y- yes. Yeah. Y- yeah. In 
and, and of course you have you know you have Q and you have M and, and you have everything going on you have everything going on with 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 the headquarters side of Bond I guess is maybe the best way to say it mm-hmm. in 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 some money of it, penny money yeah exactly some of those characters so it's it's loosely tied together but the Daniel Craig storyline is one contiguous story told episodically but my goodness man what so, I, I know what i, I oh, actually good i, I need good to go gracious. look but yeah. i may actually have seems like i may have gotten them in a dvd collection or blu-ray okay. collection okay yeah, yeah just wanting to watch them yeah, yes so yes. so you owe it to yourself to do it and and come I mean, back. I'd do anything back. not to watch Spider-Man, any of them again. So. Well, fair enough. Watch Bond. Very justifiable use of your time. When you see Casino Royale, then you come back to me and let me know when you've seen Casino Royale. Then let's have a discussion on that because that, Brent, that is brilliance. From from what I from what I understand in the previews and what I know about them, you. It's not as tropey Bond. Oh no! It's more no. It's gri- it's, it's, it's more gritty. gritty. It's more gritty Bond. Maybe a little John Wick Bond. Uh, 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 yes, yes. And it. Let's put it this way. It's in in my in my my in my mind's eye. It's street level Bond is what it is. It's Bond. He's doing. He's getting his hands dirty. Oh, and he gets the living daylights beat out of him. And it's and and I'm not saying that to glamorize it. I'm saying that they tell they tell and show a human side of Bond in the sense that he's mortal and he's and he's so mortal that you, there are times you're on the you're on the edge of your seat going if he gets up I mean, he's either going to, he's either going to wax them all or he's done, you know, in, in, in the previous movies just didn't have that. They, they just didn't have that level of emotional investment because you were just kind of watching one grandier spectacle yep. to the next. These are not like that. It's, it's like in, uh, um, what was the Roger Moore one with, uh, had Hervé Velchez in it and it was, um, uh, Oh, oh gosh, man! Oh, it was uh, Count Dooku was the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it's too. We've been recording too long, and it's we, too we late. We have, we have. It's gotten too late because it's not coming to well, me now. There's the scene where they're on the beach. Yes, and they're they're having the you know because they're there's the the best with with handguns yeah. in the world. Yeah, and yes, they're gonna yeah. have they're gonna have a duel, and you're like. You know Bond's going to win. Oh yeah, or he's yeah. Gonna be, something's going to happen. Well, he's going to get away. And then if you, then if you, there's, ever, there's nothing. There's 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 nothing at risk here. Right. Yeah. You don't feel the risk. You don't feel the yeah. risk with Daniel Craig. You feel the risk every every scene that he's in. Don't get me wrong. He he's suave and he's debonair and he's all the things that Bond needs to be. The man with the golden gun. Oh, okay. It just you. hit me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I think I think the worst Roger Moore movie is Moonraker because it it was it was Bond just yeah just completely Bond in totally, space it's yeah. Bond in space and it never needed to be we never needed Bond in space I, I'm just gonna say that but but anyway with Craig you feel Christopher Lee thank you 
you feel like there's there there's there's risk and there is the um the looming sense of loss at just about every turn you mm-hmm. know so anyway you owe it to yourself to see that but anyway but yeah we've we've recorded a little bit too long but uh yeah bond uh, uh, daniel Craig, so, <laughs> chef's kiss buddy i looked chef's at kiss. I, I, I just googled um James Bond, Roger Moore, and I got a list of his movies with some reviews from this site I've never heard of. <laughs> Moonraker. Most people dismiss Moonraker for its over-the-top action, absurd characters, and all too ha- campy humor. <laughs> oh yeah, it's horrible. And then even the way that it that it ends, it's like that's completely unbelievable. It's yeah. just it, it, it. If this movie was suspension of belief, the way that it ends just blows blows that out of the water. It's just dumb. But anyway, th- there's that. So yeah, yeah, Daniel Craig, you'll absolutely love it. But I say all of that because uh, yeah, that's the news. Bond and pinball, that's the news. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that, we'll be back to more regular news uh, next episode. On that topic, I was. Then I've got two quick orders of business. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I was kind of surprised that it was. It seems to be Roger Moore, or not Roger Moore. Um, I see I'm tipping my tongue right now. Oh, Sean Connery. It seems to be. I was a little surprised. It was Sean Connery centric. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so what do you, what do you do? Do you have a bunch of tropey type James Bond things that, and then areas of the playfield or something in the game that covers all the Bonds, at least the ones you can get licenses to, or do you? Because I'm assuming they all they're all likeness. Uh, you you play you run that. Do you have to license their likeness? separately or does the james bond license cover all, their light lightness but I, I think it, it, from what i've seen it looks like it covers them all uh the pro the premium and the le are focused uh, each one is focused on a an individual movie oh okay yeah but it's all sean connery it's though. all sean connery right that's it and, and it's all the sean connery villains it's all the sean connery is sean connery bond girls you know it, it's it's all of that so so those three those three pins cover one era yeah. of james bond yeah i was just i was i i was kind of surprised that they went with a bond yeah not just, not bond yeah 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 versus what was the other james bond that there was one for uh one of the pierce brosnan movies a data east game um oh, i can picture it but i can't think of oh it. yeah 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 i can yes uh, i can see the i can see the back glass yeah on it. so can it, i it's, i can picture well, the play field i think it's uh no time to kill what wasn't was it wasn't that it if i'm not mistaken if i google james bond pinball it's probably going to get everything about the new one yeah Day, oh, it, 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 most, it most certainly will uh stern announces james bond pinball machine on 007.com no that's no, that's not what you're looking for no uh this this is googling um this is googling with a brent and whitney <laughs> uh gosh i was hoping i could find that well look, I, I let me cover my two order of businesses see sure. if you can find it so yeah, one yeah, of them whitney it. handed me a box when he came in and uh um, i have a, a rough idea what it is because it's this 30 ounce black tumbler so now if i open this and there's like a there's like a rattlesnake in it, i'm going to be irritated whitney because that's i might do something like that to you <laughs> or a jack no. in the box no you're, you're good come out It'd be you know, like a fist on the spring hit me in the face so oh this is really cool it is, this it, is yeah, an engraved it, tumbler from crater cade and so Whitney, so give me the backstory on this because yeah, you handed me this, and I, I'm, I did, yeah, and, I, and I've been holding on to this for a couple of months now. But that is from um, Troy Gibbs, 
and Jason Aaron, oh. uh, the the gentlemen that were at the Louisville Arcade Expo, and uh, they gave that they gave uh, they gave one to me. I have one. You've got one, and so they passed it on to me, and I'm passing yours on to you. And uh, yeah, this so the Cratercade is Troy is the name of Troy's arcade at uh, that he has at his house. Uh, I have been to visit that. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. It's it's like three floors. It's he's oh got, wow! He's got an entire add-on to his house that is just the arcade. It's pretty much off the hook. So it's it's awesome. Um, on on the Pierce Brosnan, I, I called that movie wrong. I think it's Goldeneye. It is Goldeneye. It's Goldeneye. Yep. yep, it is Goldeneye. I, 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 yep, called, I called it wrong. Hundred so, percent, it's yep, Goldeneye. Yeah, it's yep. Goldeneye. Okay, and then the other, I've got a, so I've got a package over there. Let me. I'm going to run over there to you, Whitney. Yeah, no problem here. Still time, Whitney. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I'm lifting that up so you you got it. There you go, sir. Oh, I forgot to give you this. Oh, what is that? Oh. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's that's hilarious. I just handed Whitney a newspaper. So when our retro chip tester pros arrived, they part of the packing was a a German newspaper. And of course, I, I. I don't read German. No, neither, but neither do I. The, apparently, there was a story about uh, Harrison Ford because it's a very flattering picture of Harrison Ford. Oh, all three of them are flattering, and actually. One of them is him as Indiana Jones, and is it, the other is of him as Han Solo, right? Yeah, yeah. So it is. now that, I have no idea what Harrison was doing in the German paper, yeah, but it was just kind of interesting. That, so I that saved is, that piece. That is. That's interesting. I, you almost want to get this translated and just read it and just see how. How does how does German print media characterize you know Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if he was there doing something or something. Was, uh, who knows? I don't know. I'd have to, maybe it's an expose piece. I don't know. It's hard to say. So I have this is a a, a gift from a friend of the friend of the show, Jim Hale, and I've had this. And I think this was a Christmas gift, wasn't it, Whitney? Uh, it was. Yeah, we've had we've had them for that long. And and. I actually had it here. I had, I had it sitting over by the Tempest. Actually, slid under the Tempest, it, where you know stuff usually hides here that we you know we deal with the Tempest during the show. Yeah. Uh, my my basket magnetic basket gift to Whitney couldn't fit in the Tempest. <laughs> Otherwise, it would have been in the Tempest. Yeah. Um, and I, as I was breaking down from from last recording session, I. It was like, there it is. I'd forgotten about it. And of course, Whitney and I, unfortunately, have had a really rough time getting recording done this summer. Um, so unfortunately, I'm just now getting to it. So I'm going to open this up and see what I've got here. Yeah, I'm kind of curious as to what that is. Uh, it is. Let's see here. Oh, well, the front of it is it's it says Star Trek. Oh, it's a sign. Okay, that's cool. So it's Kirk and Jim, and Jim's holding like a phaser rifle, and it's a it's a metal sign. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That is really sweet. Yeah, that is nice. Kirk and Spock. Well, those look at the label by Kirk and Spock. So yeah, this will be uh, this will have a prominent place down here in the game room. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that that is pretty nice, and that's original series, so it passes muster with you. So you know, it, it's all good. So this is interesting. This is the Atari. This so this is a book. And it's the Atari flashback, the essential companion over 65 games covered. And it looks like, is it 
it's a player's guide for the games that you would typically. Well, uh, so this would also apply to, to since the Atari flashback basically plays Atari games, except for like the first one, which I think was actually a NES on a chip. Uh, you, the first one used that, and the second and then it one emulated. Yeah, then it was emulate. But then yeah. when you got into the flashback two, it was actually an Atari. Yes, it was. You know, Atari on a chip with, without without the cartridge. Slot. So this is really yeah. cool. This is a player's guide for a multitude of Atari games with a lot of cool art. And actually it looks like excerpts of art from the manuals. Their manuals were so cool. Cause they, I very much so I even remember as a youngster when, when I would pitch, you know, a lot of documentation cause Hey, I don't need this. I can, I can make this work just looking at the little comics that they provided. And then the way they illustrated the manuals and just flipping through this, there's, there's uh, like, here's a, um, what is this? Why well, I said here's such and such. Now I'm questioning. Was was the was the game titled Bombs Away? Yeah, it was Bombs Away. I'd never definitely no, never can, played Canyon Bomber. Canyon Bomber. Yeah, Canyon. And then Bomber. I'm sorry. Then that's why I got confused because then they overlaid Bombs Away on oh. the graphic that was lifted like from the comic or the manual. Because I remember this this graphic in one of the books that I had as a kid which probably came with my game. I'm sure that it did. Yeah. I mean, this all, is really cool. Yeah. All that artwork is just, it's just so, it's so neat. The layout of this is awesome. The way it's, it, cause like I said, it's, it's got the original book covers. I'm seeing the book covers. Jeez. The original box covers and yeah. it's got art from the manuals and it's got cartridge pictures and screenshots and tips and tricks and what the various game variations are. Um, yeah, this is really sweet. Thank you, sir. I know I, I'm like, we're almost to Chris, the next Christmas. <laughs> so that's totally on me, but this is much, much appreciated, sir. Yeah, we'll still, we'll still catch up with him. No doubt about it. So there are my book and thank you again. Fine, sir, for the Tumblr. I will actually, the I will definitely, not actually, I like, like I may not do it. Oh my gosh, it's got my name on the back. Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I didn't no. even look at that. I didn't oh, even yeah. see that. I happened to look up and I saw yours and I saw the WH and I, I was like, it's got his, and I turned, it's got, well, it says Brent on it. <laughs> it, uh, it it's a really nice Tumblr. They misspelled it. it no, they did I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way, but you know what? They, they got those. They got those from Tony. Oh, did they? they that they did. Oh, yes. sweet. Yeah, they did. They they. Uh, did Troy told uh, Troy told me that uh, Tony worked them up for him. So I gave a couple of t- uh, tumblers from Tony away as a gift some fr- for, to some friends of mine. Uh huh. And so I had I had a an, a an old business logo that was important to the family put on it. And oh, oh, I mean, it's everyone on the show. It's longtime listeners. I had it done for Jimmy Litzy. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy and his wife. Yeah. So it was their logo from their old coin op business. And then I had had it customized for Rhonda and Jimmy. But what I didn't tell him is I asked Tony, and he did it for me in real little letters on the very bottom on the other side of the mug. I had him. I had him etch laser etch brent is awesome (laughs) (laughs) oh that's hilarious and i I was wondering how long it would take before they would find it yeah and uh did they ever oh they did and what ended up happening was their daughter christy christy Uh that that used that did our intro for all those years for all those years she was over at the house and they were upside down in a drying rack Uh and her eyes being much younger than all of us she, she caught it. She caught it instantly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, that's fun. Yeah, I, I thought it might go on for a bit, but it 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 got figured out in about a week. Ah, oh, well, <laughs> at least she got that much out of it. So. so, 
awesome sweet all right, Brent. Well, I think it's been a show, man. It's uh, it's been something. Yeah, it's it was good to be back in front of the mic, and we thank everybody for sticking with us uh, through the hiatus. And uh, yeah, we'll do the Music City Multicon next month, and uh, look to be back on uh, a bit more of a regular schedule. How about that? I'd like to uh, thank not only you, Whitney, but I'd like to thank Hartley. This was her first session. She's very in well the broken. To- yeah, broken she, token studio. She did fine. She. Uh, um, she did great. I'm sure there was a little background noise as she got up and she would do a little shake and a stretch. And you might have heard her pig uh, squeak on occasion. She, Like I said earlier in the show, she was going back and forth between Whitney and I, getting a little attention, a little loves, a little play. Then she go lay down. Yeah, so we we were taking care of her, though. Yes. Yeah, she, she, was, she was in good company. Are you, are, you, are you the studio dog now? She said, yeah, she said, yes. yeah, she said, yeah. yeah, it's all good. <laughs> all right, Brent. Well, listen, let's go ahead and, and, and call this one. And uh, where can everybody find us, man? Well, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash broken token. We're uh, Twitter at broken token. And of course, the website www.brokentoken.com. Whitney, where are we at out in the audio domain? Oh, it's I mean, if you if you just go search, then ye shall find because uh, we're, we're submitted everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Stitcher Radio, Pandora, iHeartRadio. It just it just goes on It's Spotify. It goes on and on and on. So uh, we, we certainly appreciate any reviews that anybody could could leave. That that certainly makes a difference for us in the search ratings. So, uh, yeah, if, if you have a few minutes and, and think kindly of it, then we would certainly appreciate you leaving uh, a review and uh, uh, and some feedback on us. So with that, Brent, we'll go ahead and call number, what are we up to? 108. Uh, 108. <laughs> we'll go ahead and call 108 done. We thank everybody for hanging with us. We'll see you in October. And until then, keep your quarters clean and game on. Congratulations. You made it to the end of another episode of the Broken Token Podcast. I promise they'll do better next time. Just go easy on the guys. They don't have a lot to work with. Since Whitney is my dad, I'll be nice and get on to the closing business. Please visit our website at brokentoken.com for articles, reviews, restoration logs, direct show downloads, and expanded show notes for this and every episode. We want to hear your feedback, comments, rants, raves, and otherwise, both good and bad. Drop us a line via email at podcast.brokentoken.com or use the contact page on the podcast website. You can call us at 470-2-CALL-BT. That's 470-222-5528. And leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you, and we might play your message on air in the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broken Token, and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash broken token. Brett and Whitney are always posting up new content between the official episodes and it's a great way to stay involved with the show between the shows. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and just about any other podcast directory you can think of. Just search for Broken Token and subscribe to the show. Like what you hear? Please consider leaving us a review wherever you found the show as the reviews help us in search rankings and visibility. Once again, thanks for listening, and as my dad always says, keep your quarters clean and game on.
test, 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 test. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just making this up. It's all good. <laughs> David Spider-Man Corrigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is an arcade refrigerator. Yeah. It's also a travel refrigerator. I was going to say, oh, if you don't have a travel, <laughs> then we can't be friends anymore if you don't have a travel refrigerator. <laughs> oh. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to go get a travel refrigerator tomorrow because I don't want you guys to think odd of me, okay? As soon as you get a van, you're in. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, David. Yeah, Have exactly. A, I'm working on a van. After a, a three-day weekend and saw that the refrigerator door was hanging open. Oh, oh man. Oh, so, uh, oh, and then everything's gone. Yeah. yeah. So the, on my list, on my to-do list was replace the little cam things on the bottom of the door to make it close better because it's, it's kind of an older one mm-hmm. and uh the part's been sitting there for a couple of weeks tore it all apart like stay up to three in the morning working on it yeah and then uh of course they don't really match the original spec anymore so <laughs> so yeah, it's a third party probably yeah um so yeah i got those in today so it was it was refrigerated around two but it's all back together now so. oh man why didn't you just do the four by four method <laughs> at, least just, get, at least to get you through just lean to four by four against just it. prop it up against the door yeah <laughs> how old are your kids nine and eleven oh they yeah. can move a four by four that's yeah. okay. <laughs> easily easily yeah <laughs> look i'm all about innovative and inexpensive solutions <laughs> <laughs> next time next time it goes out I'm, i got a i got a four by four ready <laughs> Right on. There is not a lot you can't fix with a four by four, David. This much is true. I could just put duct tape on it, I guess. You know. Yeah. Well, four by four is infinitely reusable. (laughs) (laughs) Duct tape. Yeah, you'd have to wrap it every single time. So yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I like I like the 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 site, David. It looks good. You've got. I mean, it it looks pretty tight, man. Except for that those broken token jokers on there. That's (laughs) rough. Well, you know. One one's uh, you know definitely outshining the other with the uh, glamour shot. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt about <laughs> it. Dude. We gotta get you a glamour shot. Yeah, this I, year. I need to step up my game this year for yeah. sure. 